0: Hi I'm Marty. I'm Dave. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And this is Door 14 Hockey. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Door 14 Hockey podcast. I'm your host Marty alongside Dave. Hello. John. Hello. And Aaron. Hey. Uh, This is unusual. Um, you're sitting in the room with me?
1: Get away from me, you're too close. Is- <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that! No. Three <laughs> metre distance!
0: Uh, everything has been, um, you know, COVID compliant. We have uh, cleaned down things with, you know, wipes and it's all sanitarily.
2: Did you have the wipes in before COVID or after COVID? What? Never, never wait.
0: Yeah, we're all looking at each other like <laughs> <laughs> Um yes yeah, that silence it's... was really good for a podcast <laughs> <laughs> We've
2: all forgotten how to be properly sociable.
0: Uh, slightly unusual. After what, about twenty months, I think it is maybe since the last time we've all them sat them. around this desk together. Um, it's it's weird. It's, You've painted the room, Marty? The, the room is painted again, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: no no no. The desk is in a different the desk place. Has been this moved. is the weirdest part. Well yes.
0: We have a new audio setup here in this little device here rather than the old mixer. It's 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 all we do. It's fancy. awesome.
2: It's, it's nice it's a little magic box that does everything
0: it is um, hopefully it's recording properly because this is the first time this is the first time that I've used it to record all four mics at the same time so you know we'll see We'll see how it goes oh dear fingers crossed <laughs> um, yeah so if it, if it messes up we apologise straight away um, guys how's it going uh, Dave we'll go with you first how are you uh,
1: I'm not too bad um, looking forward to the weekend um, new, next game I took a wee break um, then had a Halloween party with the kids instead of making the game but I'm looking forward to getting back this
0: weekend yeah it was uh, it was a very good game this past game, That past weekend was was really good. Although it was a bit of a dead rubber game, it was still pretty exciting. Uh, it was a good weekend for the Giants in, in general, um, home and away. Um Nottingham first and then Flyers the day next next night. And it was yeah, it was a good weekend. John, what about you?
2: Yeah. Um like you said, it was a great weekend just past. Um and the fact that I realized for the first time that my sister-in-law had never been to any hockey. Uh, let alone the Giants. Um, so managed to bring her along. She was visiting from England, so took her along to her first ever game.
0: How is that even possible? Like after all this time? No
2: idea. We were all like scratching our heads at this. At how we've gone like fifteen years of like me being in a relationship with her sister and not taking her to a game. So yeah, fifteen years later, she goes to her first game. That's
0: that's really. Does she awful.
2: enjoy it? Well, she told me she did.
0: Okay. <laughs> Do you, are you not convinced?
2: No, I think she did. I think she really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um so she's she's up for going for more. I told her that I'd have to take her to um Fife for a proper like hockey experience. I'm doing air quotes for uh the audio listeners. <laughs> um so yeah, to give her a an experience of what a different sort of old school hockey vibe is all about. But uh yeah, she enjoyed the, the SSE, um, enjoyed the enjoyed the crack, enjoyed the beer, um, which I did not. Because um, nobody does. No, um, I was about to say. So yeah, other than that, she had a, a great time, and the Giants won. So great first game.
0: Great first game indeed. Aaron, how about you?
3: I'm I'm good. I had a something similar. I did not last week. Last week was a complete write off. Both the wife and my my son uh, both took a really bad coldy flu. So that's been my life for for a week. But just before that, I I brought two friends along to to their first ever Giants game, ice hockey game. that came over from. They're from India and they absolutely loved it. It was a bit strange because they um, had been to their first um, Manchester United game in Old Trafford on the Wednesday just before the Sunday and I was like how does it compare compared a little bit differently yeah exactly. <laughs> total trade up total trade up I'm sure <laughs> uh, a, gi-
0: a giant uh, Old Trafford stadium compared to a 7000 seat uh, uh, SSE arena yeah. probably like
2: absolutely no yeah. comparison hockey wins every time yeah. must be like must be like a Morgan uh, in Old Trafford must <laughs> be
1: <laughs>
2: I've heard football fans don't sing songs
1: no. stuff no. like that
3: but they 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 loved it so they did they really enjoyed it they enjoyed the fast paced game and it was a good game to, to go to for the most part, like we won, so yeah,
0: no, and yeah, you're right. The last that you both got a, a chance to bring newbies along, and, and and both games they won, which is which is always positive. Uh, this past weekend, I obviously had fam, we had family coming over um, and visiting, um, from, from Manchester. Um, so we took the, the our two nephews, um, who've been to Giants games before, to be fair, but. Um, yeah they always enjoy getting down to the games each time and this time they're old enough and a lot bigger because we haven't seen them obviously since obviously the COVID restrictions and everything else so they came over and like one of them is 14 now and like he's massive and he's now actually able to wear my jerseys You know it's, He was able to put on A small jersey And it fit him And I was like oh, This is weird This is so strange So both of them had, So everyone was wearing A jersey at the weekend And it was, yeah, it was a good crack It was a great crack Um, Still a few issues Around the arena We noticed Um, Obviously taking the kids down We obviously were going To get snacks and stuff For them And that's really The first time I've went To the kiosks For, for snacks Because whenever I'm down to games I don't really ever Go and get food Bring a camp chair Wow It was uh, it was an experience still I think we stood 25 time. minutes we stood um, at one point the fir- it was in the first, peri- first period first break. period break because I was with you in the queue minutes. and we
2: missed I think the first three minutes or so of the second period yeah it was, uh, and that we were up the stairs as soon as the buzzer went for the end of the first period yeah, it and was a, it, was, it was
3: pretty bad I, saw, I saw them advertise on Facebook for for, for more people mm-hmm. so they
0: did so hopefully we they'll need to do it. something um, but yeah it is it's it is what it is and hopefully they'll they'll kind of fix that soon enough
2: but they need to buy in more nacho cheese
0: I know it's not cheese,
2: but there was no nacho cheese whenever I went for nachos the first time. I ended up getting them in the second period break. Um, but yeah, there was. I was told there was no nacho cheese and I was not willing to have nachos Again, with no
0: nacho cheese. cheese in inverted commas. Exactly,
2: yeah. There's no way it should be called cheese. It's orange
3: chemicals, um, yeah. but it tastes so good. You were willing to, to forgive the 25 minutes, but once you got up to the top and there was oh, no nacho yeah. cheese.
0: <laughs> yep. I also good noticed um, they were doing, obviously, shut off back as well at the weekend and I noticed they've moved back to the old... Um, shut us back yeah. apparently, about, uh, apparently they, their ballot?
1: subscription ran out for the company they used oh, for that, and they had to go okay. scramble to find something so right. I don't know what
2: the story is so apparently there's new machines coming it'll go back to the way that we had previously
0: Right. Okay. Um, so
2: we will end up with the big long print out of all your numbers and all the rest of it and I imagine it'll be back at the concessions as well Yeah. Um. but yeah it's because of the the contract they had with yeah. the machines that they had has lapsed
0: uh, makes sense Uh, What we'll do, guys, before we get stuck into our usual periods, we'll start off our our episode like we always do and just take a quick run through of the standings, both in the Elite Ice Hockey League and also then across the water in the NHL. Starting off with the Elite Elite Ice Hockey League, uh, starting... yeah, let's just start off. Sheffield Steelers are sitting top of the league there with uh, eight games played and 12 points, followed by Nottingham in second with six games played and eight points. Guildford are in third with seven, points, or seven games played and eight points. Coventry are in fourth with five games played, seven points. Cardiff are in fifth with six games played and seven points. Manchester in sixth with seven games played and seven points. Belfast are in seventh with four games played and four points. Dundee in eighth with five games played and two points. Five Flyers with six games played and two points. And Glasgow, yet to play in the league, uh, no games played and no points. They're up for their first games this coming weekend. Um, they've had. We'll, we'll start off with the league, guys. Um, I'll, I'll start off, obviously, I've mentioned Glasgow there. Um. So we'll stick with Glasgow. They're obviously coming in this weekend for their first games of the season, uh, having come off a pre-warm-up games there during the week uh yesterday last night last night um playing sully Sully no
2: playing solway sharks you nearly nearly confused me there solway sharks in dumfries um at the ice rink there in dumfries and yeah like i was keeping a little bit of an eye Uh, obviously we played them this weekend it's interesting to see how they're going to get on and uh yeah they got a bit of a fright to start with um solway going ahead um Solway also managed to claw back to draw level I think on two other occasions um, before the third period and Glasgow finally uh, went ahead uh, and I think it ended um, 7-4. That's when you
1: expect the clan to sort of pull forward whenever it comes to the You'd expect their fitness to be higher. they probably have a bigger bench um, and everything. Well, you, so-
2: you would expect a bunch of plumbers, yeah. carpenters <laughs> and students to eventually lose out to yeah. a bunch of pro athletes. Well, it's, not, it's not even
1: but- that. It's the fact that... It, it, but it shows you where they lost out in this conditioning. That's worrying, that's not well, it's talent. worrying for
2: a bunch of guys yeah. who have not played any competitive games yet, yeah. like to not be in a condition to beat a bunch of, like no no harm, and we don't mean any disrespect at all to uh, the Sharks players at all, but the clan but should have not, walked they're that. They're better than me. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but the the clan should have walked that. Should've. These are these are pro players, and this like it shouldn't have been as much of a challenge as it is, and it shouldn't have been. I mean, we look at it now, they might take something out of that because they were behind. Well, that's true, yeah. They shouldn't have been able to take really much pre-season-wise out of that game because the difference in those mm. leagues should have been huge.
0: I agree.
1: It was like when the Giants played the, the Latvian Hawks, was it? Yeah. As a recce team down south, and uh, like, but it was like 14-0 or mm-hmm. something after the Giants won. And you're just going, what was the point? yeah, yeah was,
0: apart from getting your legs warmed up a wee yeah, bit it was it was, really it was good
1: neat. for the fans we tripped down to Dundalk and got a few beers but that's about it
0: they were good, they were good trips they were I love those <laughs> trips
2: um, <laughs> by, all, by all accounts online that seemed to be the biggest thing for the clan fans was the fact that they love the bar in the Dumfries <laughs> um, they shrink apparently it's amazing
0: Sticking so what's the
3: crack with their rink now then?
0: I was just about to get onto that. Um, they obviously at the end of our last podcast they had put out a statement to say that the agreement had come, an agreement had been made to, for the to basically secure the rights of the rink moving forward, and that they were ready to go with um, getting the expansion started up again and everything else. Um, as I think maybe a day or two after that came out, then they had to come out and make a statement to say actually. Because we've had to restart the ice plant, and because it's taken us time to get everything unwrapped, and they had they had volunteers l- literally going into the rink to unwrap the boards and unwrap seats and everything, because they were well, all no, they all, were they were actually taking
2: all, the old sponsors. Everything off was being the boards taken off. And yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and so it's taken a bit of time, but also because I believe it's something to do with the the. The, the World Summit thing that's going on at Cop, the moment. COP26. 26. 26 has also pushed things back as well, supposedly. So, so, so they it's say. It's two, I think there's an extra two weeks now before they're ready to go. So they've had to yeah. move around some of the um, the fixtures that they had, including one against the Giants, which has now been pushed. Um, so they're another two weeks before they can get a a home yeah home games that
2: means they've also lost out on what should have been their first home game which was going to be against the flyers um that's had to be postponed Mm -hmm. um as well so there was one against us which i think uh there was a fairly healthy contingent of uh giants fans were hoping to go over as like their first away trip of the season yeah um and that's now obviously been put back so it's that's a bit of a disappointment but um do you know what? I would take a couple of postponed games just to have that tenth team back yeah, in the league. The so it it's yeah. great to see them see them back. Um hope they come tenth.
0: Um we'll move away from Glasgow and we'll we'll look at um other parts of the league and get your thoughts on it. Uh Dave, we'll start we'll go with you, we'll move over to you. Um so we've got Sheffield, Nottingham and Guildford up there, first, second and third. Um Sheffield, uh we talked about this in the last um last episode. Good, strong start from them. Eight games played, 12 points. Uh, your thoughts on Sheffield at the moment?
1: I think Sheffield are going to do really well. Um, I'm, I have to say, like I, this movie sounds a bit random. I hadn't really given them the dues they maybe deserved coming into it. Um, we talked about who was going to win what, um, especially their netminder. Um, I thought they were going to be a bit iffy obviously prove me wrong. Um that's the best way to, you know, what do I know anyway? I'm just some guy doing a podcast. Um, you know, so it's uh, it's good to see. Like we, we talked about this before, um and this league lives and dies on a popular uh, a popular and good Sheffield Steelers and Nottingham Panthers. Um if those two teams bomb, the league takes a big hit. Um so it's always good to see Oh yeah yeah the biggest biggest well. rivalry in hockey. That's it, yeah. Um but if they're if they're doing well they pull in the numbers and then that gets a bit of national a bit more national attention sometimes in the media, which is uh, never a bad thing. Um, so yes, um, it's good to see them up there. Not that uh, I want them to see them up there a lot much longer. Um, the the overall the league, I think, has been a pretty mixed bag. I think it's been been hard to I haven't seen anybody get a real good form going. Um, but it's been it's been interesting. It's good to see again Manchester. We talked about this last time, uh, the last few podcasts. Um, this is usually the time when Manchester does well. this early part of the season they start getting this where they build up their points um so it's good to see them off the bottom now um still a bit of a concern with fife have not had a good start um the coaching staff seem to be from their interviews from dute's interviews he doesn't seem to know what to do it sounds really bad but like it all, he always goes back and say you know the team's heads go down they don't they're not you know they're getting the small things wrong or um you know they
2: start uh, making the small mistakes and i go well that's sort of up to you to can home, you so. can you imagine where that team would be without Shane Owen right now? Yeah. I was I was
0: literally just about to say Shane Owen has been phenomenal for Fife.
2: Like Shane, Shane Owen by all accounts should not be in that Fife team. Like absolutely mm. not. He's got history with them and I, I, I don't doubt that's why he's there. He's probably got he's had good times there, but he quite happily fits in with any top five team oh, yeah. in oh, this yeah. league.
1: He um He was fantastic for us and he's he is for fantastic for them. Um it's just a shame you know the other way it's done it
0: is I'd, f- I'd
2: be surprised if he sees, if Fife continue the way they're going, I'd be surprised if he stays there the full season.
0: It's funny, I did see... The full see, season?
2: Not even waiting until next season? You think, no, no, I, I can't imagine him staying the entire season if Fife continue on the way that they are. He is better mm. than that. He is better than ninth place. And Fife are only in ninth place because Glasgow haven't played haven't
3: any played games either. yet.
0: Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Uh, Aaron, um, coming to you, uh, just generally, any overall thoughts in terms of...
3: Still early days, um, but... Uh, it's interesting to see that the likes of the Blaze, Panthers and Steelers are like their per- points percentages are, are quite up there. Everyone else, as Dave kind of said, it's, it's hit and miss around about the 50% mark, you know, two wins, two losses or three wins, two losses. <coughs> so it's, it's still too early days, I think, to, to really take anything from it apart yeah. from what we're talking about, the five flyers and all
0: that. Yeah, it's a good point. No, you're right. It is a very good point. Um, And back to what Dave was saying there, yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no real it seems to be that it's it's cliche, but any given night is the cliche. But it really does seem to be from looking at the statistics on on everything, it does look that way. You know, there's no real, there's no one taking a a real, uh, I suppose, winning streak. There's no, it's it's win loss win loss, and there's like you but know four even, wins two losses. You know, it's, it's
2: even weirder than that because you've got teams that are being shut out. Um, in one game, yes. and then they're shutting out another team. The next exactly, fight for yeah. a good example of that. Yeah. Their their first win, or sorry, it was a Challenge Cup game. Sorry, they they lost in the league to Manchester a couple of weeks ago, and it was a horrendous. I think it was a six nil or five 0 shutout down in Manchester. Um, and we talked. I think we talked about it the the last podcast. And then they come home and they shut out Dundee eight nil or
3: something. Or sorry, it was Manchester. It was, it was Manchester a home game, away with yeah. Manchester. Um, is this a post-COVID not I know that they've been playing games I think there's a couple of games now and they've been practicing and, and all that for a, a couple of weeks months now but is this it a... could be, it could be a case of players
2: not having played for 18, 19 months. Mm. Um, but I don't know what it is. The number—I'd love to see some kind of stat on it. I know we're not big into our stats, like because none of us. We're getting, are gonna we're getting
3: the better. Numbers, we're getting better. But like, I'd be I'm interested not gonna, to on a see website of numbers here. <laughs> <there statistics. laughs> those, are,
2: those are points. I mean, those are really easy to understand. I'd be really interested to see how many shutouts there have been. What are we in now? Week five of the league. How many shutouts there have been so far, and how that compares to previous seasons like sure, where are we are I'm on? sure another podcast will tell us all that
0: details I'm sure you no know. doubt we'll, but, we'll leave uh, that to somebody else <laughs> yeah. some so people more that, seems like, than that seems like a lot of work let's just leave that <laughs> to someone else yeah.
1: John random question I know you're a bit more um, cleared up with Fife how's uh, Peaks handling it out there in, in the
2: uh, well he's had a quiet start I know that much um, I do know that he got on the score sheet in um, not their last game uh, last night they got absolutely hammered uh, in Nottingham again they got shut out I think it was 5 or 6 nil last night. Um, but their previous game, I do know that he got on the score sheet. Um, I he, think with a couple of player. assists. I think he, he's
1: far too good to be there, in my opinion. He does. is,
2: but he's too good to be in Fife. And absolutely no harm to the guy. I don't think he's good enough to be in a Belfast or in a, a Cardiff or a Sheffield. I think his wheelhouse is that Nottingham, Guilford, Car- uh, Coventry like bracket now, I think that's where he belongs. And I don't know if the move to Fife is to suit other things. Um, but yeah, he's, he is another prime example of someone who's probably too good to be in Fife.
0: Uh, guys, we'll just have a quick rundown of the Cup. Um, do we have to? Yes, we do. Um, it, it's pretty much done and dusted for the first, um, for, for the I suppose, for the for the group stages, shall we say. Not quite. Um, we have one team still to be confirmed um, into the next round, um, and that'll be either between Coventry or Manchester. Uh, but we'll just take a quick look. Obviously, Group A, we have all three teams qualifying and moving through. Belfast Giants took the top spot there in Group A. Uh, in Group B, we had Cardiff Devils take the top spot, and Guilford also then moved forward as well. Uh, Coventry Blaze is still waiting to see What happens between them and Manchester In terms of who comes out with the most points and wins Uh, just realised the
1: points there I was like how do they not know who's got three And then I was like Manchester has zero Group C
0: Sheffield clinched that group um, With uh, six games and 11 points uh, Followed by Nottingham also qualifying And Manchester then have played six games And scored at no points whatsoever Do you Uh, realise that there's still
2: 12 games left In the group stage Like group A is completely done Our group's completely done why are the other two groups yeah. still playing games? It's
0: Group B and Group C. No, I mean, bang on
2: about
1: this every year. Like It should be done even well before
0: now. Like. Do you know the
2: last group stage game, I was looking at this earlier today, isn't until the end of November?
0: We're, I'm going to ask you to keep your thoughts on that because we are going to come back to it. <laughs> our, our, our moaning session. Oh, I
2: think I know where this is going.
0: Yeah, we have a question coming up <laughs> in, in our overtime segment sent in from a from listener and thanks it's mark it's funny how that's uh what the <laughs> question's gonna be about so we'll see so we'll hold on to that and we'll come back to the um challenge cup stages uh later in the show uh guys we're gonna move across the water and look at the nhl again really early days uh in the nhl um not a lot to tell from this point forward but uh, or it's too early as i supposed to say but uh, we'll take a quick look um at where we're sitting on each area so in the eastern uh, division Metropolitan um area we have carolina sitting top with nine games played and 18 points and new york in second place with 10 games played and 14 points philadelphia they're sitting in fifth there aaron just to (coughs) point out there um not too bad though eight games played 11 points you're not too far off again as i say it's really early days looking at the atlantic division florida sitting top there with nine games played and 17 points and tampa with nine games played and 11 points Uh, Toronto sitting in fourth there um, for that division. Look, in the western side of things in the central division, we have St. Louis sitting top with eight games played and 13 points. And Winnipeg then playing in in second with nine games played and 12 points. Um, Minnesota and Nashville are sitting in third and fourth. Uh, Minnesota in nine, po- nine games played and twelve points, and Min- Nashville Minnesota with is games.
1: joint second. Third, if, if like you know, but
0: that's just well, <laughs> still third. I think it's yeah. to do with points differences is, yeah, and differential. To do with, the, it's to do with wins, um, wins and losses. Yep. So tr- good try, but yeah, still sitting in third, there, Dave. Still sitting in third. Um, I think there was who was it was sitting. Was there still is it Louis? No, no. Nobody is. There was a point, I think, at the start of this week where... Um, oh no! It's Carolina still sitting with nine streak of nine yes. win with nine wins, no losses yet. Um, so Carolina started off very well. Uh, and last uh, division in Pacific Division, we're just looking at Edmonton are sitting with nine games played and sixteen points, and Calgary with nine games played and fourteen points. Um, we'll run through the rest of it there, um, guys. We'll just get your quick thoughts on the NHL before we move on. Dave, we'll come to you first. Um, um, let's yeah. get your thoughts.
1: Wide well, lost to Seattle, but we didn't raise a banner so.
0: No, <laughs> Give it,
2: just just you wait I, I'm i going to talk about banners later in this podcast just you
0: wait uh, John your thoughts
2: Um, yeah it's still so early days and to be honest this is the I love this time is the year because um, while we're concentrating on league play with the elite league I get to kind of ignore the NHL at this point because it's too early in the league season we're not really worried about playoff positions at this point and the league regular season doesn't really count for anything um so it's it's nice just to be able to sit back love the love the wins when they come in and
3: ignore the losses
0: yeah has anyone
3: caught any seattle highlights yet
0: um i watched one i actually watched one of the seattle games the other night um arena is just unbelievable mind blowing. yeah yeah it was on a premier sport i i took the um I signed up to Premier Sport for the month of the free month thing. You know, there was a, a code put out where you can get the free month. You got a calendar
2: it. reminder ready to cancel it? Yeah, I have. I
0: want to cancel it, yeah. it's all right. Um, no offense to Premier Sport, but yeah, it's just I, it, I'm not paying for. If they want to um, sponsor us, yeah, we'll, we'll take I'll, a couple of free subscriptions. Totally, yeah, no problem. But I'm not paying for it. Oh, we'll take one it. and we'll share it. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I tried to. tried to log into a different. I tried to log into my same account on a different device. It was like you're logged in already somewhere. It's like oh, they're really good. Do you, know at you that? Weird and that Marty's views that you- are his own. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't even do that with free sports. No. Of all things, so I might have multiple uh, accounts so that I can have like different free sports playing on different devices because I can't remember all the like passwords <laughs> for them all. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, Seattle's, it, It's. The, I mean, the arena looks amazing, but they've... The Climate Pledge Arena, in terms isn't it? Of, That's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, in terms of how they've played so far this season, it's they're, they're not off the... They put their banner up. Not off a great start. That's no. so what they did. Their Stanley
1: Cup banner, didn't it? Did they? Seattle Metropolitan's uh, banner. Did they not put it up No, recently? Did they put it up retrospectively? Ex-related. I didn't even see oh, okay. that. I didn't catch that. 1920-something?
0: No, no. Of course it was. <laughs> but yeah, they haven't they haven't got off to a good start. No. Um, it's, not, sit-
3: it's not the Vegas story that we have. No, either. but Vegas no. aren't doing that well. Vegas aren't doing well either. Yeah, this give, year. give it
0: time. Not
2: after today's result. Or the, today's, today's announcement news. was amazing. Uh, Jack Eichel yeah. going to Vegas with a an absolute. Well, what's being called a blockbuster deal um, with the Sabers.
0: Six? Um, was it? Was he swapped for like six players? No, so so or was it was like two, two
2: players, two players, and two conditional picks uh, as well. So it, it's still like quite a big deal. Um, it does put Vegas in a weird position because I understand that they're going to be about ten million over cap by the time they've got players on long term injured reserve. Oh really? When they come back, that's going to put Vegas about ten million over cap. Uh, but the biggest news—it's—it's it's great news for Vegas. I think that he's a great fit for them. Um, it's bigger news for Jack Eichel because there's been so much going on in Buffalo. He needs spinal surgery. And the team have been saying we want him to have, and they were only going to approve him to go off and have vertebrae fusion surgery. I looked into this and researched it today. It's really weird. They said it would only allow him to go off to get his vertebrae fused. He wants an artificial disc. Yeah, the metal joint thing. Yeah, he wants an artificial disc operation. Buffalo were refusing him permission to go off and do that. Whereas as soon as he was signed in Vegas, one of the first statements that came out of the team there was Jack's going off to get surgery and he's going to get the surgery that he wants. Right. Uh, and he, they're saying three to six months is when he could be back. So he could be back this season with them. That's going to give them a top line centerman. I mean, uh, uh,
0: but when you have to think like Vegas taking him in, taking him on, um, going in for that bid, taking him on and and... Knowing that the fact that he's going to go off straight away to do surgery and there's going to be a gap between him coming back in and playing, with him, I mean that's that's a big commitment. It's that's a big commitment, but
2: it's, it's Jack Eichel.
0: Indeed, yeah. it is, and you're right, exactly. It's, it's on. Jack
2: Eichel, and if he gets surgery that keeps him playing for the next fifteen years, then you absolutely make that deal you and invest. you bring him in. Did I also
0: read somewhere today that it's an eight year deal? Or yes,
2: eight year deal. It's it's a massive deal for Jack as well. Like he is, I could see him being franchised there. Uh if he comes back from surgery and he makes uh or he pushes results and he starts winning face offs and scoring goals. He is, he'll be Vegas
3: strong for years. So next year, we all go to Vegas again. Is that what you're saying to, to see that happen? No, we'll
2: do, a, we'll do a multiple trip, we'll do Seattle and Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Don't really need very much of an
0: excuse. Guys, with that, I think that takes us to the, it gives us a good yeah. roundup of where we are sitting so far. Start um, the podcast. Let's get stuck in. <laughs> has <laughs> it been recording? Yeah, it has. Let's hope <laughs> it's recording properly. Uh, but we'll get stuck into our period one of hockey. Okay, period one is a roundup of news from around the UK, um, anywhere from the Elite League right down to SNL, down to NIHL, NH- whatever it might be. Um, I'm going to start us off, um, and in our running order, there's three, under my story, there was three links. Uh, two were the social media links, and the other one was an official statement that's came out from...
3: This doesn't help Dave and I when we do the homework. On
0: <laughs> it really doesn't. Podcast. So yeah, It's, I, I it's only when
3: you do the homework 20 minutes
2: before we
0: start the podcast, to
2: be fair. Yeah. I know what's going on here. Apparently so, I knew too. we talked about this before, but I didn't realise well,
1: what Marty was talking about.
0: So if you don't know, uh, last week there was a... Um, Yeah, there was a mudslinging, mudslinging, throw dirt in people's faces, in each team's faces uh, in the SNL, where a bit of drama unfolded between the racers and the Comets. Um, There was a, I suppose it started off with the racers coming out and saying that they were put at a disadvantage because they had uh, initially signed players to their team on the understanding that if the players weren't wanting to go and play in another league that they would ha- be able to take them first and foremost and there was a whole big thing around that uh, then for the comments to come out and go well no that's not how it happened uh you're lying and actually you're um the allegation was that you know the general manager there had put out a post to say oh you're saying you're blaming us and blah blah to the point where an issue had to be a warning had to be issued from the scottish national league um where they came out and said that uh yeah you want they had to remind all clubs that on a social media policy means that any breaches will be investigated and further disciplinary information will happen and appropriate punishments will be appropriated and basically given to the offending clubs and teams and within probably within like i don't know not even hours of this statement going out both of the initial uh posts social media posts were taken straight down off online uh, online and i can't find them anywhere so fair play because i don't see anybody else who had shared them or taken I a did, picture. I'd,
2: i'll be honest i did at the time whenever i saw them thought
0: uh, i should probably screenshot these, <laughs> and
2: yes. yeah i didn't but the, i mean this you're 100 right but this goes a little bit like even deeper than that is that through all of this the racers um have not been able to ice at Murrayfield. Uh, there's a whole pile of issues, apparently, at Murrayfield Ice Rink, as, I mean, there has been for decades. Um, is what, meant- what happens whenever you're playing a shit. Pretty much. Um, but this means that the racers haven't been able to ice or train. Um, they were still expected to ice during uh, a couple of the league or a couple of cup competitions, at least. Um, and they reached an agreement to play on Dundee's ice pad. Um But as well as that, a few of their players, if they weren't going to take part, were allowed to go over to the Comets and get signed there. Since that, um, apparently there's been, or the the racers alleged that there were complaints were made locally as to why a team from another city were getting ice time on what is a council, a Dundee council ice pad. Um, These complaints apparently had come from senior teams at Dundee. Uh, which they seem to be pointing the finger at either the Comets or a couple of the other sort of um, not like senior rec teams. Uh, I don't think any fingers were pointed at the stars uh, during all this because I never saw their name explicitly in any of the statements. But this then apparently led to uh, the racers and the directing team there saying that it was now untenable for the racers to take part and they've withdrawn from all competition this year Mm -hmm. as well. So that team has withdrawn from everything through all this mudslinging. This all then came through the player registration with the existing racers players that had signed supposedly officially and on the SIH online system uh, with the Comets that the racers then tried to say wasn't official because they got their name they misspelled their names yeah so they were actually like saying oh you spell his name wrong therefore he's not signed with you Uh-oh. so That's this all started so <laughs> yeah. but it then it got even childish. better it got even more childish because the racers put out their social media posts the comets put theirs out and said this is where we see the i think the racers sorry put theirs out first saying that we're withdrawn then the comets put one out saying well hang on we're not going to stand for you dragging our name through the mud this is how we see it then the racers came back out and went, no, 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 but, 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 but then whoever's in charge of their social media started like actually engaging with people on Twitter. Oh. So some, and they were putting out gif answers, like being, like being properly tongue in cheek cheeky with some people, including yeah. a couple of people in particular here in Belfast who, uh, like having a little go on social media. Well done, Thomas, for what you put, that was absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> but like yeah imagine like we've had a go at other teams including senior teams like we've had a go at their socials yeah that's completely unprofessional the whole back and forward was unprofessional to a standard of like an organization like a team but then to start backbiting at individuals who may or may not be anything connected to your team or even your sport who are just fishing for a reaction to do that that was so churlish it's it was hilarious. I absolutely <laughs> loved watching it, and i'll I'll sit here and I'll read that all day, every day on Twitter. But yeah, there's no way that a team should be doing that.
0: Yeah, and there's obviously a re- there's it's you know it's obvious then it, when it came to the official statement coming out that the reason why they did it because it needed to be done, but it should never have gotten to that point. And it was just overall, I just thought, yeah, it was ch- it was such a childish move forward. And you're right when you were reading through the the responses that were being given out, you just thought to yourself, hi. How how did they who how did the person who was making those responses think? You know what? This is a really good idea on an official account for our team. Yeah, it was not great. And they've all been deleted. They've all been deleted.
2: All been deleted now. Yeah. Um. So I was you was hoping some nice reading
3: tonight.
0: Yeah, it would <laughs> be fun.
2: Give it, give it time. I'm sure the racers will be back.
0: Um, John, we're gonna move to you for the next two stories.
2: Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna start off actually with um the second one that I've got in the runner order here, guys. Um, and keep it in the the lower leagues before we bring it back up to the elite league. Um, We talked about a story last time around, I think Um, Again, look at us following up on stuff that we've talked about Um, It's like the second time in a row Exactly, (laughs) it's two two podcasts (laughs) in a row, I know (laughs) Um, But a couple of weeks ago uh, We talked about uh, an incident that occurred in the EIHA uh, Between uh, Bradford and Telford In an under-18s game of an alleged racial slur Uh, Now this afternoon, um, just today This was breaking news a few hours ago The EIHA disciplinary team have concluded their, as they put it, thorough investigation into the incident um, from the game where it was reported that an alleged racial slur had been used towards a Bradford player. Uh, Now, there's an in depth um, chat through or statement from the EIHA, uh, but essentially what they have said is that um, they can't identify through interviews and reviewing tapes and talking to officials. Uh, who may have used an alleged racial slur. Um, but they do say that they don't doubt that uh, the player and person who heard it directed at them did, didn't hear it. They're not saying it didn't happen, but they can't identify anyone and therefore they can't take any disciplinary action. So they're saying, it might have happened, we've no proof, we're not going to do anything. So why aren't they just finding
3: the team? Like, fact- well, if, the problem that, the problem thing. is
2: that if they've got no evidence and they say that there are contradictions with um, statements that were given and the video evidence um, about who is where on the ice pad and whatever else. So they're saying that they can't get a clear picture of what happened uh, either leading up to or during the incident or whatever. Obviously, like directing a racial slur at someone is it's a two second thing. So it may or may not be captured on a game tape or on somebody's phone footage or whatever. Um, So without any proof of, or any rock solid proof of who did it, um, they can't take any action. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm left, whilst I understand the stance that they've had to take, I'm left a little bit disappointed in the way that they've done it. They have made a statement and they've said that um, it's not something that um, there's a place for. Um, I'll read it verbatim. There is absolutely no place for racial, racist slurs within our sport and all reports of such language will be fully investigated. In this instance, we are unable to apportion blame directly to an individual. However, I would ask any player who is subject to such abuse to report it immediately to the officials or coaching staff. And as in this case, a full investigation will be conducted. So they're they're saying that they'll take this forward if it happens again or if there's any other incident anywhere. It leaves this one a little bit
3: well, what are do you doing when, when yeah. you know it's, what it's difficult when there is no concrete evidence yeah. if it no. had happened in a workplace
1: the entire workplace would be sent on like racial sensitivity training you know, if that's something like that okay. happens, that's what would happen. Yeah. Like, if it, it, it has never happened anywhere I've worked, but no. um, if it was to happen, um, that's what they would do. They would ho- the whole place would be like, "What on earth's going on here?" And they would be
3: like, "Right, well, we're going to make everyone do this." Yeah, is one person say, can't it, be. Is, is it the team that steps up yeah. themselves and says, "Right"? I, yeah. it's, it, we, 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 didn't, we didn't get a fine, but we're going to Each another. team should do, yeah. Especially that's, that's, like that's,
1: that's, good. that's a good fair idea. Cause especially because they're um, under 18s as well, you know, the, the, that they're sort of, uh, would have more of more impact look, I
2: think than doing.
0: I, I, yeah. I think that's, that's a really, really great idea.
2: idea. I think the fact that it is under 18s as well probably lends itself to maybe why there hasn't been stiffer action taken here. And also the fact that they've kept things, I don't want to say they've kept it quiet because they haven't. They've come out and they've made a public um, statement about all this and they've been... To be honest, I think they've probably been more open and honest than what I would expect to hear from the Elite League dops uh, if there was something like this. Um, but I would still expect a little bit more. And around the lines of what you said, Dave, like, here are the following steps that we're going to take yeah. to get this out of the sport, not just a statement that says there's no place for it. Yeah. Here's how we're going to educate these mm. young guys um, into getting this out of the sport. Yeah. Um, that would be something that I'd That's like a great to see. Idea. But, 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 yeah, but it's, yeah, not just, it's
3: not just down to the... Down to the the, the whole legacy down to the team as well. I think you
2: know. Oh, it is. Yeah, uh, it absolutely is. And again, I I can only assume that the reason that we're not hearing more and more about it is because it's an under 18s um and I think mm-hmm. that's just right. I don't yeah. think it's right. There were names that were being thrown around on social media before. That's not right uh, because there was no evidence no. Uh, of anything. Clearly, the IHA have said that there was no concrete evidence. So the yeah. last thing that you do is you put uh, an under 18 someone probably between the age of 15 and 18 putting their name out there that could potentially have a huge impact on them later down the the line so i think it's just right so positives and negatives with that one Um, but it'd be good to see sort of some follow through uh, from the teams and from the league um yeah leaving that to one side then my only other story um i know that marty saw this one Um, I saw it and I went straight onto Twitter about this one. I just lost it completely with this. Five flyers. (laughs) I am losing the will with this team. Let alone the performances on the ice. The performance off the ice by the organization are leaving a lot to be desired right now. Um, My key problem with them right now is they tried to make money off COVID last weekend. Um, They put out a couple of social media posts on Twitter before their home game. I can't remember who it was against. I don't really care. It was just the social media stuff was what was the problem. They were selling some lovely water bottles uh, for, I think, like probably six or seven pound or something with a really nice transfer logo, like just sports bottle. Really nice. They were also selling 55 milliliter bottles of um, hand sanitizer in a lovely little bottle with a high class five flyers (laughs) label on it. For £4. This is stuff that you can pick up in a pound shop for less than a pound. And they tried to sell that to fans for £4 a bottle. And do you know what? Rightly, they got hammered on social media. To the point that, yet again, here's another post that we can't find on social yeah. media because the team deleted it.
0: I, I, do you know, if I mean, I've seen other teams, obviously, not taking advantage of COVID that's not the right word to use but I've seen other teams like putting out merchandise and putting out things that are obviously COVID related like face masks I've seen that uh, I've seen another team who've also put out a reusable bottle for hand sanitizer so you can fill it up yourself using okay so I've seen that and that's fine and at least it was at least they had it at least they have them they're printed and then it's actually looks like a quality merchandise it looks like a quality product it wasn't that expensive I think it was like £2.50 £3 for this little thing that you could refill and look looked fine But this charge £4 for what I seen, which was a bottle with a white cap on top and a printed... I explained to you guys off off before we even came on. It was a postal sticker like a a transfer sticker like you would put on an envelope with the logo printed on it and it wasn't even on put the on really well no? the one that well, they put up
2: had this horrible little bubble in it where someone clearly couldn't be bothered to even put the label on properly this isn't a collector's item this isn't a remember when covid was a thing and the flyers all took care of us by selling us four pound bottles of hand sanitizer that would have been a fantastic if they'd given it for free yes yeah. exactly but no no yeah. no and Th- do you know what I went down a rabbit hole with all this, and I like started looking. Do you know what a season ticket is for the Flyers? For an adult season ticket, five hundred pounds. What <laughs> for a gold wow. season ticket? Five hundred pounds. Gold. What's gold get you?
3: I don't know. Probably a half-price bottle of hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> um, they look like the bottles that you get if you ever go into Primark and you, you do any shopping in Primark. They, they give you the bag and then they give you a free. bottle of sanitizer. So what's probably happened is all the staff have gone to Primark, done (laughs) some shopping, got free bottles of hand sanitizer. and gone, what do we do with this?
0: Yeah. Stay a label on it. What I also (laughs) liked about it was that the, obviously there's a clearly just a printout from the, like the print, like a, just a a clearly printout on a sticky label, which means that the hand sanitizer went on the sticky label, it'll probably just wipe off anyway because it'll take take the ink (laughs) off. So, you know, it's all good. Uh, But yeah, I really, I really,
2: really hope that they've got a whole stockpile of these things that they decided we, we can't sell those and actually, what they should do is just give them out at the next home game.
1: So, just stick they should have stuck their uh, web address and Twitter address and all that jazz, stick it on all, all the seats and slap people why are we stop giving out?
2: away all of our
3: merchandise ideas <laughs> remember <laughs> those business cards you got shut up
2: you're the ones that don't even say podcast on them. thanks for that Did he oh, dear
3: it had nothing on it I put the links on it it was all there I just didn't say we were a
2: podcast shut up they were supposed to just be thrown out at playoffs shut up he's leave me got, alone he's still got boxes of boxes I do I haven't been able to give any of them away <laughs>
0: You hold on. Then. Maybe we'll use it at some point. <laughs> yeah,
2: If I ever forget 99 times what we are.
0: <laughs> You'll
2: still not know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know the website at least.
0: Uh, guys, that takes us to the last story for this period. So what we'll do is we'll move swiftly on to the penalty box segment for this period. Uh, we have yeah. quite a few of them. Um, I think we have four points or four main talking points for this penalty box segment so quite a lot so we're going to start off with the the, the furthest one away the one that happened um just after our last podcast recording podcast and this is multiple suspensions following the game between Coventry and Guildford um Sunday the 24th of October uh, was a challenge cup game uh, between Coventry and um. Uh, Guilford uh both coaches were informed of the suspensions um by telephone and confirmed writing which I thought was hilarious I don't know why it just it caught my attention but I'm just going to run through these quickly um and we'll get your thoughts on these because uh, there's some here that were interesting uh we'll start off with Kevin Linskoog uh well his celebration. basically he was uh, he got a fine for multiple disrespectful actions deemed as incitement um I suppose that what happened was it was a bit of a celebration. Uh, As part of his celebration, he deliberately um, went in front of multiple opposition players, and it incited, I suppose, what they seen as disrespectful uh, movements towards the opposition players. At the end, tense. Basically, it created a bit of a a tense. moment i suppose which uh resulted in a couple but he, of things. Well, things he was
3: surrounded by them so he yeah he well. he took two steps forward and there was three players there yeah let's <laughs> anyway, look sorry. at it so
0: jake bolton um after the celebration um basically uh nathaniel halbert takes exception and cross-checks uh Luskig in the chest jake bolton then in retaliation made an illegal cross-check action directed at halbert halbert then had no way of protecting himself Stick and hands of Bolton were raised in a manner that deemed a cross-check targeted in the area of Halbert's head. In addition, Bolton then was raising his stick to the head area, extending his arms in a direct motion and therefore effective immediately for well, suspended for two games. It's been seen through now because obviously since that game, he's already played it through. Um, David Brohl was also then um, given a, um, well, fined and suspended for four games, shall we say. Um, the video showed. Uh, if you haven't seen the video, you go watch it. The game ends um, with the plague coverage the attacking zone. Um, altercation then ensues in front of the goal net. I should say this happens quite late, quite late in the game. Um, it's the
2: end of the game. It's, it's, the it's, the game. it's <laughs> after <laughs> the game. This is the whole <laughs> point. Last minute? No, 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 no. It was done. That's why Kevin okay. Lenskog was celebrating. He was celebrating the win.
0: Right. Um, so um, basically, yeah. Um, after all of this happens, then uh, David Brohl entered the attacking zone, having left players' bench during an altercation with the inter, um, intention of joining in and starting another altercation. Broll then completely ignores the instruction of the officials uh, to stay on the bench and continues to skate towards the altercation and getting involved, um, which basically Broll then gets involved in several different altercations before he was removed from the area by the officials and skated towards the locker room um, under the instruction of leaving the ice. Uh, we next see bro approximately 20 seconds later skating back towards guildford player's bench where further altercation occurs uh, instead of having been in the locker room at the time he again engages them with the opposition players already involved in an ongoing altercation and attempts to start a new one before he's removed again and escorted to the locker room area uh, bro has was assessed a minor penalty plus an automatic game misconduct as the first player leaving the player's bench which carries an automatic minimum one game suspension Um, So in addition to that, he was then assessed a game misconduct for physical abuse of officials after a consultation between the Elite Elite Ice Hockey League, uh, Hockey Operations and on-ice officials. It was confirmed that it was a category three offense, which means physically demeaning or threatening of an official uh, or applying force solely for the purpose of getting free of an official, which carries a tariff up to three games. Uh, Bro was adjudged to be the aggressor of the altercation and assessed the appropriate major and game misconduct penalties at time. So he was given a fine and suspended for four games. Uh, on top of that, then we had David Clements as well. Uh, Clemens was outside The Guilford team bench um, An area which At this point of the game Has no place being Clemens was not On the ice During the final play Of the game And left the players bench To be included And was in front of The Guilford bench Ignoring clear instructions From the officials To hold on uh, Or for the um, to stay away From the respective team bench Clemens then Instigates an altercation By cross-checking Flames' goaltender Who is in a vulnerable position And unable to protect himself um... Who
2: was still celebrating Yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: After the initial cross-check Clemens then evades The officials initially And gets involved In further altercation before being restrained he again breaks free from the officials and starts further altercations and is eventually removed from the arena um, or from the area sorry in the back end of the locker room so Clemens was a judge to have left the player's bench with intentions of joining or starting an altercation which carries a one game suspension Clemens then was also assessed a major and game misconduct for cross checking uh, and then finally Clemens was assessed the appropriate major and game misconduct penalty as an aggressor uh, so he was fined and suspended for two games and on top of that then We also had Danny Stewart uh, Whose name is Daniel Stewart Which again Just cracks me up I don't know why I wasn't sure who that was uh, To start <laughs> with Danny Stewart then Was also being fined And warned about future conduct Of his players Specifically for not being able To control his bench uh, So he was also fined as well um, Let's get your thoughts On this This was a lot it was A lot de- A lot de- John unpack. will go with you
3: What is
2: it with Coventry signing angry people mm. Um, they've had angry netminding before. Now they've just got angry people all over the ice. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I, I'm a hundred percent with the the band to brawl. Um, he's just skated around the ice. Yeah, My, the yeah. biggest one for me is that he's twice been escorted, either or one occasion he's been told get off the ice. The second time he has been escorted off the ice to the player bit or to the locker room, and both times he's come back. Yeah. Um, the um. The cross-check from David Clements, 100%. Yep. I'm with that band yep. because it's way, way after the play and absolutely nothing. Like, There's no way that he should be at the Guilford bench and cross-checking the netminder. Absolutely not. The one that I don't agree with is any action being taken against Kevin Linscook. Like, yep. He is celebrating. It's not his fault. He's surrounded by Blaze players. Blaze were, I think, empty net at the end of the game. They were crashing the net. He was surrounded by players. He's just won. He's the netminder that's just won a game. Of course, he's going to celebrate. That's a, that's Coventry's problem if they don't like it. Play better next time. Is, mm-hmm. is it is it seen as over the top
3: celebration?
2: But this is the thing. The first line of um, the Dops um, thing for Kevin Lindskog is while this celebration is part of his normal game, he does that anyway. And do you know what? Even if he like ramps it up a little bit because he's surrounded by Blaze players, I don't care. I'm all here for that. He's just won the game. For his team Especially if it's Currently six on five Or whatever Like I don't even know if, Were they on the power plate It doesn't matter It was at least six on five And He has managed to Backstop his team To a win mm. He's perfectly entitled To celebrate that um, And if the Coventry players Have got a problem with it Come back after uh, no. The buzzer's gone when, It's when on them the They're time. professionals It's on them Not to do that After the buzzer And it's on Danny Stewart to make sure his players understand yeah. that So I'm but, uh, all with every ban that's gone to the Blaze for this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100% not behind any action being taken against He He's it's not a, been fined It's no. a
1: bit of a dry your eyes mate like, you know, that's, Pretty uh, much, you exactly know, yeah. There's yeah. all, like, that's, yeah what was it, will used to be awful for that as well Controlling his bench And even worse, the Am
2: I, is David Brawl their captain? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that wouldn't surprise me that's sort of Yeah, thing. fantastic,
2: yeah. that's that's great example set by your captain No, no it's yeah. Justin not there? Justin,
0: ha- no, I don't know actually, good question
1: it's uh, I no agree with you, John. The, I, think, I think that the officials got it right for the, the uh, Flames guys, but the... Uh, not the Flames. Oh, yeah, Carbondry Flames. Do you think
3: it's down to that he continued? Like, so that first initial celebration... By the way, I, I completely agree. You, you should be allowed to celebrate, but is it down to that, that initial celebration, that's fine. He got up, and as I said earlier he took one step forward and he was surrounded. Not much you can do there. He's going to celebrate. He's going to celebrate. Then the the little uh, kerfuffle happened and he's, as you pointed out, he continues to celebrate even though that there's it's a mix yeah, the just He takes a cross-check.
2: He takes a cross-check cross to start with. And do you know what? If you, as a netminder, think you can get a rise out of players like that, I'm going to keep celebrating
1: yeah, as I well guess. because so I think know he'll take that into the next game Look,
2: like he'll 100% the first game that they have against them he absolutely comes out with a Conor McGregor swagger on yeah. the ice for warm-ups he absolutely <laughs> should cuz he
3: is under the skin of at least David Bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: I'm just just putting out there that I think it's because they continued
0: i would agree there was there was definitely there you could agree you could agree that there was you know the fact that he knew he'd already got them started and before he's like i'm just going to keep this going just the kind of any not have probably either i agree and there's maybe the, an aspect no no,
2: of no i'm totally here for it <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, gonna, the bot. we're gonna <laughs> move
0: on i'm gonna move on to the next one because this one's an interesting one um, and i really want your thoughts on this one um this is justin Hamm- hammock 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 from Coventry Blaze, also, um, who has been assessed a two-game suspension um, for interference. Um, it was a assessed a major and a game misconduct interference penalty um, for a what they call a late hit on Devils forward Josh Waller. Um, I suppose the reason why it's kind of an interesting. I wanted your takes on this one is um, the Elite League have obviously came out and said that when a player is not in possession of the puck um, or. Uh, they're not eligible to be checked um and in this case uh waller suffered an injury on the play uh hum, hum he basically it was a late hit um which they classified as interference but i wanted to get your thoughts i when i first seen this i kind of thought to myself uh, when i thought to myself i thought when dops looks at this will they get it right because i felt that it was a clean hit mm. personally um and i felt that like they exaggerated the length of time between the puck being played and not played, and the hit. I felt like it was there was a bit of a lengthy length. I don't know. I don't know how they judged how length time because I don't think it was that as long as, long as they're making out to, making it out to be. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, for a two game suspension for for that that hit and a fine as well. Um, I kind of wanted your thoughts on that. Um, Dave, we'll go with you first there.
1: Um, yeah, well, I, I totally disagree with the fact that it's a, a ban. Well, maybe one, maybe one game. The, the word where where I think Dobbs is getting at is I don't think he actually. Um, makes contact with the puck it sort of like skates past him and um, now he might have made a wee nudge and he definitely makes a motion to get the puck um, but yes okay it's it's a fractional of a late hit but it's fractional like it's you know, 0.5 of a second and you can in my opinion the they've already, he's already committed to the check before yeah. you know and then there's an element of if he tries to withdraw from a check He's no longer in control, and he could do a lot more damage. Now, okay, yes, an injury came off the play. Um, the hit. The problem is, he's skating into the zone with his head down, not paying attention to what's happening, gets a, a heavy hit and gets hurt. If his head was up on a swivel, seeing the other players, this wouldn't have happened. Don't want to blame the uh, victim. Um. So yes, maybe one game, based on what we've seen in the league in the past, but not two.
3: You're right, does he even, does he even hit the
1: puck? Does he touch it, it? It's like fractional, it's like a wee nudge. He maybe changes the direction of it with the back of a stick, but it's it's fractional. Like, it's it's unbelievable how close it would be. And it, it's all well and good us saying this in a frame-by-frame like frame slow-mo, yeah. but this is fractions of a second. Mm. Like, I can't make decisions that quick. Um, It's difficult for a pro professional player to do that too, and they have to make that decision in a competitive environment uh, with a what, couple of thousand people cheering, you know, it's, in my opinion, it's so fractional
2: that you would you would be saying, right, we're fine. But no, my my major problem is that the league have put this out and Dops have looked at it by looking at the the slow mo. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, like, I, I don't think it's late. Um, my other issue that I have with it is um, the refs during the game. If they they've adjudged it as interference, is interference a five minute misconduct? I've never heard of interference given as a five minute misconduct. You can, uh, if there's blood in the play, you can get four months. You can. You can get two plus two. Yeah. I've never heard of a five minute interference. He's yeah. been given five plus game. You must be able to um, double check the WIHF rules, but you probably can escalate any minor to a major. But but on this one, I've never like, seen it if, if there's, there's an injury on the play, that means DOPS can review it. I was looking at the casebook, the EIHL casebook for this one after I saw this, and um, the I've got a couple of issues with this one. Um, first one is, I don't think it's a major. I think that's a a misinterpretation of the rules by the officials on that night that's not to say that docs don't have the right to look at this one the other one is calling it a high hit it's not a high hit no, if right. you look at the principal point to contact it's either shoulder to shoulder or shoulder to chest yeah. And uh, it's absolutely not a high hit. It also doesn't help that his head's down when he's going into the zone; like yeah. it Well, makes it my look my thing is, I actually think Hamonic lowers himself into the check. Yeah. He could quite happily stayed high and absolutely wiped um, Waller out from the head. He could have just thrown the shoulder straight into the head and taken the guy's head off. He actually didn't. He actually went to make a clean check.
1: I thought it was. Uh, if I, I thought it was textbook
2: yeah it's, it's and, a totally clean hit and like this <laughs> as soon as this happened on the game night Twitter went absolutely mental with this and people yeah, were yeah. it was going either way uh, and as soon as Dops came out with this and people have made the comment of you're taking physicality completely out of the game um, and yeah that's a that's going to be a massive thing even Siri like agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't understand it um, yeah to me it's it might be interference he should have sat for two minutes there was an injury on the play That lets Dops look at it yeah. That's all well and good um, I don't think it's a ban No um, Because if do- Dops are either looking at it and going It's a high hit And if that's the reason he's been given two games It's not That's an incorrect look at the check And that's taken the physicality out of the sport um, You can fine him if you want For uh, for interference I'm sure there's some way in the elite league's fine rule book, which you can't actually find anywhere um, about what these fines are for. Um, but yeah, to me, it's not a ban. He shouldn't have been given up.
0: I'm going to take us on to the next story. Um, yes. Next two in the penalty box, Because again, it comes back to the fine thing again. You've already mentioned that there, um, John, about, you know, obviously the fines and stuff. But this past weekend, we obviously had um, Sheffield Steelers, Justin Hodgman um, was fined for his actions on the bench. And Manchester Storm's Jared Varnmore uh, is also fined for failing to proceed to the penalty box as directed. It just feels like they're now just firing these fines out, and yep. we still don't have any indication of what these fines are going to, what these fines how how do they define what the fine is for. It just seems like when they agreed that, yeah, you can use fines as a, as a method of punishment. I, well, see, there needs to be more. I think there needs to be more transparency about where these fines are going and what the fines, like what the what the level is, before a fine can be.
2: Again, I looked at the uh, EIHl casebook um, when I was going through looking at um, some stuff to do with the fines, and actually the the amount of the fines in the casebook is redacted, um, so they don't release that. And nowhere in the EIHL casebook for this season does it say anything about what the fines are for and where no. the money is directed. And that's, yep. look, I, I'm all well and good. Like it's we're t- ha- It's
3: to buy a hand sanitizer.
2: <laughs> Clearly it must be. Um, I mean, we talked about this last time. And look, if the money is spread out between the teams, um, if it's for revenue for the elite league, then okay, that's fine. But at least be transparent about it. If it's yeah. all going into the chairman's pocket, then we need to know about that as well. Um, if it's been used to pay wages within the Elite League, that's fine as well. Uh, just tell us what's going on. Um, but these, the likes of these fines, um if DOPS are going to put out these announcements, we don't even have video. Now, there might not be video for this one, but at least make one of your DOPS videos and explain the situation and explain the fact that they've been fined as well. I think the product that we're getting out of DOPS and the work that Luke is doing with producing these videos with the media team is absolutely brilliant, but there's still we're back in this thing again of the league not being transparent enough about what's going on and it always comes down to money it's always always about money in this league and we don't know what the money's doing
0: Mm. yeah that's agreed um the only other note there as well we've obviously talked about the fines um we obviously obviously had also mark louis um Lewis Lewis, louis, Lewis from Cardiff Devils um who also took a um one game ban as our one game suspension as well as that fine thing this is also, worse than the other
2: one this
0: is yeah. worse than
1: the the other is hit the, this uh, is a dirty hit yeah in my opinion they got the two mixed yes yep they're all my round um what I could I could forgive them for one game for Hamonic, but one game for this one is a joke like it should be more um uh, just uh, uh, when I seen the two I was like oh maybe they've just got the names mixed up <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. Yeah. The, this
2: one to me is is dirty. Like the puck is got. Like, we're talking about late hits and things.
1: I don't like Borden either. Like it's a so 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 dangerous. Like,
2: yep. Like this, the the puck is gone for a good two or three seconds. The other one, the puck, like you said, Dave, is mm-hmm. gone like a quarter, or half a second. The puck is gone for two or three seconds. Now, admittedly, the the blaze player is he's standing looking at his own pass. Like he needs to take a bit of personal responsibility for his own protection as yeah. well. Mm. He has to realise that like he's in a physical sport. I'm sure he does,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but I'm sure he's not expecting either to be checked well after the play when he's trying to go up the boards. Probably expecting to come round the back of the net there. Yeah. Um. Potentially to receive the puck back again. If this is it's clearly a shooting opportunity that the Blaze have got coming in here, he might be expecting to come round, catch up on a, um, a rebound or something that's going to go around the backboards. But yeah, this is an absolutely awful hit and it's followed through Mm. and Mark Lewis knows exactly what he's doing there. And to get one game for that is just a joke, especially when you're taking physicality out from a clean hit and you're given that two games and you're given a play like this one game. It's nonsense. There there
3: you can clearly see the puck move on and then the, the decision...
2: Yep, and he, yep. he yep. sticks with the decision. The puck is yep. gone. He knows the puck's gone. Yep. He continues yep. with yep. the decision. Agreed. To be physical yeah, yeah. in the yep. corner. the my, my Thing is, like he was winding up for a charge as well,
1: and it's there's literally only a split second where you can see that he decides not to to follow through with the charge. You can see the two steps as he's leading into it, and you think he's about to go for the third, and then he stops. You know, he was about to follow through and just completely wheel on that guy, and it's and it's dangerous as it is. Never mind what his thinking was at that time. Um in my opinion that should have been at least two probably more um yeah. and it, you, you know, know what? what i'd be
2: happy with two if, if the other one was Which given one, was one? one.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that's what I'd i agree
0: thought. yeah you're right and, and i think you- i think you're right on what you said in terms of it, it should have been other yeah. way around you know what of actually of really
2: gets me
1: though is that um on twitter i seen people calling this um a mile off going oh here we go cardiff gonna get uh, get away with this one again and they
3: did yeah. is it the same like it's same game no, but not the same game. But it's oh, okay. If it's the same game. Doesn't matter. I was gonna say it's the same people that are l- reviewing these. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's our
2: it's our unknown Dops panel that the league supposedly pays into um, to get them to look through all these incidents. Um,
3: but it's always the same panel, or yeah, is it like, yeah, yeah. This is also, out of that panel, two people this time, two people with a different one? To, no. to be
2: fair, I wouldn't even expect to get that level of detail from it. Like, the, the docs panel it's... have to have to agree on the position of what it is. Now, it could be two people, it could be ten people, we don't know. I think it's one person per game, though, I think it's like...
1: The one, one
3: group of people do one game um, and then it might be a different group of people do a different that's, game. That's what I'm saying, that's where the inconsistencies come yeah, from. But this year was from the same game. But that's, so. a, a, yeah, that's what I was if it's yeah. the same game it doesn't
0: matter.
2: Like but... dops, DOPS haven't completely lost me yet, but they're very close to losing me again.
0: It's close yeah, yeah. it's awful, I mean yeah. They're we'll not, have in, to... not,
2: not everyone not, I, they're not, not anybody's
1: infallible so it's we can see how it goes, but this is just, in my opinion it was just, it's just things that, it's, that you know people were saying, oh cartels are going to go away with this one again and then suddenly they do you know it's a bit sure
2: give strange. it time it's the it's the first meeting of the giants and the Steelers this week so uh sure if dops Sorry. are going to get involved in anything we've got history here we'll <laughs> wait and see <laughs>
0: um guys i'm going to take us. i'm going to run us off this um period because um, we still have quite a lot to talk about um, um we've got a major story in period two um so with that what i'll do is i'll sign off period one and we'll move swiftly on to period two of hockey
1: Hello and uh, that's us into period two uh, where we'll talk about hockey from around the world. Um, I was going to put uh, this day in hockey and I couldn't find anything interesting. There was loads out there but it was all very wishy-washy so I decided to leave it because we do have a jam-packed schedule. Um, I think the best thing... I almost don't know which one to go to because the one of them's okay and then one of them um we were talking about and it's not overly pleasant. Um but we'll go to Marty first and get his his out of the way.
0: Yeah, mine is short and sweet. Um we I just wanted to round off cause in our last episode again we're we're going back to we're, we're going back Look to at us being very Look professional. At us. it's like what what? We've changed we turned corner and we're now yeah. f- focusing on things we talked about before. Uh so on our last podcast we did talk about the upcoming Beijing Olympics um in January of this um next year, twenty twenty two. Um the big thing that was discussion that was up for last week was whether or not the men's chain, the Chinese, the China's men's team, Olympic team, ice hockey team, were going to be um, allowed to play um, in the tournament. They are ranked thirty second in the world, um, and they're seated. Um, against Canada, US and Germany in Group A. Um, the fear was that they had been playing, obviously the team had been playing under um, a pseudonym name um, within the Cleveland KHL. Yep, Red Star, yep, Red Star, Red Star. Uh, in the KHL and have been basically getting slaughtered in in that league um, to the point where the Olympic Committee were wondering, well, are they going to be, is there any point putting a team out there that's going to be non-competitive and mm. it's going to be a, basically a washout game um, against, you know, these key players these key countries uh but as of this week they decided that um as of this week yeah they, like two days ago they made a decision that china um could continue to be represented um by having a team still compete um in this year's olympics so um yeah looks like they're still going to go ahead my my question had been a wondered I, I did wonder you know if they were taken out if china was taken out as the 32nd um you know for the 32nd in the world who would have taken over from them? But I, I guess we're never going to find that out. No,
1: it would be a um, it's
3: just going to be a weird one. they I have to do a playoffs for it. Yeah. I really want this to be like you know they're 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 trying to show their hand or you know it's poker, like pretend to be really really bad, and then when it comes <laughs> to the Olympics, they're absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah, I, I guess they don't just, think that's going to happen. Though. The the statement that the um, ice hockey federation, the International Ice Hockey Federation, put out um, as part of the decision that was made it was uh they're not go- Chinese team are not going to be removed from the Olympic Games. The start of the men's national team um, as a host nation are therefore allowed to participate in the Olympic ice hockey tournament. And that was confirmed by the Olympic Congress, um, so it remains unchanged. That the IIHF will then also work alongside the Chinese Ice Hockey Association to confirm player eligibility um, to fit within the rules, as well as making sure that they can assist in preparing the team um, as much as possible for their Olympic games. The Olympic games coming up. So there we go. Um, Do you
2: want? Do you want to know how they're actually doing in the KHL? I just out of interest had a quick look at the table (laughs) there. Um, So they have played twenty-five games. They're in the Karmilov division. They're currently bottom of the Karmilov division with 25 games played, 7 wins, 18 losses for 16 points. They are on a points difference of minus 37. And they are second bottom only to um, Admiral, who are in the Cherneslev division, who are 25 games played, um, 5 wins, 20 losses for 15 points. Uh, with a, a points difference of minus thirty eight, so they are, they're not scraping the bottom of the barrel, but they're that chunky stuff that you're just, you're, just not gonna, you you're, not drink, you're not you're not going to drink you're not going to drink that stuff at the bottom of the barrel. There, yeah. you're not scraping it yet,
3: but no. No, you're, you're still not having that pint. They've won seven. You know,
2: <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> no.
3: you're
0: so positive.
1: <laughs> just randomly, I was just having a nosy there. Um, the only other team that I would have thought would have been fairly similar would have been when the the South Korea hosted the Olympics. They would have been if they were playing in the KHL they would have been pretty low since what was it uh, the GB beat them mm-hmm. um there not that long ago so um be interesting to see um all right so we'll, we'll move on to our next one um and John I don't know which one to go to because uh do you, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna here, start
2: but... I'm gonna start with the lighter um one first okay. and then um we'll sort of move down from there so um the the first one I'm gonna go with is I told you I was gonna talk about banners um This was the news out of Nashville that um, the Nashville Predators will, for the first time in history, will retire a number. Um, They're going to retire the number 35 on 24th of February 2022 at the Bridgestone Arena, where Pekka Rinne's name and number will go up to the rafters. Um, alongside
1: a, many other banners I was about to say like I am actually really for retiring his name if they would take down some of the crap that's up there <laughs>
2: you won't uh, be able to see it for all the, the runners up trophies <laughs> I'm sure it'll be they'll probably flip the colours they'll invert the colours instead of gold and blue it'll be blue and gold <laughs> they'll make a really big one like a yeah, huge yeah. Usual. <laughs> it's, just, it's not even going inside it's going outside it's just going to be the whole long side of the arenas just pecker in name and number um for me this was big news for me guys because obviously we're talking about banners and we always take the mick out of it but this is the first yeah, proper banner that one, uh, yeah. the preds are putting up and nobody better he obviously stepped well down mm-hmm. stepped down and retired at the end of last season and an um, absolute franchise guy like he's he was there 683 games uh with the, the preds um so yeah just i wanted to give that a, a bit of a mention um and I'm sure that week when we're doing the podcast, you'll probably be my star. I'm, uh, I'm preempting myself. But you're going to
1: say you're going to get him
3: on?
2: <laughs> oh, give me time. I've got a few months.
3: Um, Are you going to hang a banner up in your own house in honour?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Father in laws not going to be happy. Um, guys, I want to then talk about something else entirely. Um, last week uh, on Friday, um, the sad news came through that. Um, Bratislav Capitals player Boris Sadecki had collapsed on ice during a game Um, and over the weekend reports had come through that he had stabilised in hospital uh, and was hopefully on the mend. Unfortunately news broke yesterday uh, that unfortunately Boris Sadecki passed away Um, and yeah this kind of sent shocks across hockey Um, messages coming from everywhere. Um, This isn't this isn't something normal. Um, obviously, nobody expects anyone to go to work and not come home again. Um, and this was just to throw it, throw it out there um, that our our best wishes go out to his his family, his friends, and to his um, his teammates. And uh, what's going to be an incredibly tough time right now. Mm. Um, so we're we're sad to hear that, and we're sad to hear the passing of uh, Boris Sudeke. Um Sticking with unfortunate news, guys. Um, Since we last recorded, um, news broke out of uh, Chicago uh, of the disgusting news, actually, that uh, an impartial uh, investigation into allegations of sexual misconduct by uh, coaching staff of the Blackhawks during the run to the Stanley Cup uh, against a member of the playing squad uh, have been held up. Um, and this has also thrown um, quite a few big names in the league who were with the Hawks at this time, uh, including general managers and including staff who have now moved to other franchises. Um, guys, this is absolutely disgusting, mm. um, what's been alleged. We're, I, I don't think this is the right context or time for us to go into any great detail about no. what the allegations were in particular, Um but this is just to put out there that we are the four of us. I don't think I speak out of turn that we're absolutely disgusted that this is going on, uh, within the league. Yeah. Uh, I since, I mean, since then, sorry, Marty, just no. since then, um, the, a large number of, um, the existing, uh, head co- coaching staff of Blackhawks have been relieved of duties, including some of the coaching staff's backroom staff have also been relieved of duties and fired. Um, uh, a, current or previous now uh, head coach of another team who was an assistant coach uh, with the Hawks at this uh, time when they won the the Stanley Cup has also uh, been relieved of duties and has been fired by that uh, team and the coach in question whose name I'm I'm not even I don't think we should even name him Um, I know that we should name and shame him but to be honest he's not worth the breath uh, coming out of anyone's lungs at this point um, he has had his name etched out and is only, I believe, only the mm-hmm. second person in history to have their name scratched from the Stanley Cup um, and the first since the 1920s. Um, yeah, it's it's disgusting. The Blackhawks have also been fined $2 million by the NHL themselves um, and actually in the last couple of days as well there has been uh, serious questions as to the... Uh, leadership of the league, and particularly Gary Bettman, as to whether he remains or should remain uh, in charge of the league, uh, given the reaction that the league uh, themselves have gone out and put out in public, and a particularly terrible public statement uh, or media um, appearance that Gary Bateman gave. Um, it's horrendous, guys. Like i don't know if he's even, i don't know if he's want to add any more to this marty
0: yeah i was just wanted to comment and just make it make it clear that and you you kind of got it right john there's a lot still there's a lot of stuff still coming out and it is a very it's an ever-evolving story um as each passing day since the nhl released the full investigation document which was put out last week as every day has been on, something new or something has started. Something else has came out from, as you mentioned, from um former former coaches, former members of staff within the Black organization. Now being actions take taking place, which is historical action now being taken place. Um, to uh, um, I suppose address things that should have happened at the time which is obviously too late for that now um and as you mentioned things like gms for other teams now as well um but what we should mention is you know it's obviously to the point where you know this coach that we're this this you the, the person that, this, these allegations um you, you mentioned that we were not going to name the name we're not going to name them because we're not going to waste our breath on them but you know he was involved with usa hockey and as of today usa hockey have come out and said yeah. that they have to they're now in the process of starting to contact families of players who attended development camps at the time and training sessions at the time to get a better understanding because they feel that um, action wasn't taken um appropriately either within usa hockey um which should have been taken whenever this Person was uh, in a role um, a hockey camps back in 2008, 2010. You know, there's things there that shouldn't that whenever it was addressed they never really addressed it at the time the one thing I will mention and the one name we will mention on this podcast and um, which I think needs to be mentioned is the fact that um, when, the f- when it first came out it was the player was named as John Doe um, there was no name given to the player but um, subsequently a, a number of days afterwards that hockey player who made those allegations um, stood up and came out and um, we now know um, that it was Cal Beach um, who was brave enough to um, I guess, really address the issues that happened. And we're talking, you know, 2010, we're talking over 11 years ago. And, you know, he mentioned the fact that, like, you know, he raised it at the time. And it's not that he wasn't taken serious. He was taken serious to a certain extent, but not to the point where anything was really addressed by the organization at the time. Um, and he clearly stated as well in his statement that um, powerful names and powerful players who were in that organization at the time, which, again, we won't say, But they knew, and he said that he has no doubt the whole locker room knew what was going on and yet nothing happened. So again, back to what you said, John, it's an ever-evolving story. I'm sure we'll talk about it maybe in more detail uh, when things start to settle and we kind of get a clearer picture of stuff that's happening. But right now, I think you're right. um, We'll we'll name the fact that, Nick, you know, Cal Beach you know um he his name should be mentioned because he had that, that he had that He's brave. he had the brave enough thing to come out yeah, and say that Guys, it was me know. this is what I done and I mentioned it and this had to be addressed yeah, um no, totally. and
1: it, it's such a, a it's like and whenever the people actually stand up the more of these people stand up hopefully we can catch all these monsters that are out there and um, without them actually speaking out you know these people go on unpunished um and uh, I just want to say a massive thank you for coming
0: coming forward. Indeed. Um, and for, for, for clearly identifying himself and then taking that, that, that chance to do that. um, Yeah. Fair play. Yep. Um,
2: guys, that takes us, or sorry, Dave, this is your period.
1: Yeah, I know. I was just a bit, I was still uh, recovering after those, that story. Um, um, so after that, we'll move on to the penalty box segment. Um, we have one piece in here. I'm not sure who the person was to put it in. Um, oh, look, look, it's John. He's putting his hand up again. Jeez, she should change this to your period.
2: I know. <laughs> um, I just wanted to throw this one out there, um, mostly because um, the, the name that's going around for this player now because of this is uh, actually quite funny. Um, so P.K. Subban, or as he's now known, uh, P.K. Sluban,
4: um, <laughs> hey. has for the
2: second time in, I think, 10 days has been fined uh, the maximum uh, allowed under the CBA for uh, tri- technically tripping. So a week ago, he was fined $5,000 um, for slew-footing uh, a player from Calgary. And uh, this time around, he has been fined $15,000 for slew-footing a player from Anaheim. Um, and so f- this has gotten now the name of P.K. um which I thought was the 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 more uh, interesting thing to to bring up there and seeing as we're one other thing that the only other thing in the penalty box guys um, yeah we we haven't spoken about um, Evander Kane I just want to uh, mention yeah. I just want to mention <laughs> apparently the the best thing apparently now is um, nobody knows where he is oh, um, right. oh really there was yeah. a, there was a piece about Evander Kane but I didn't put it in
1: um, his um, his estranged wife has dropped the uh, proceedings for didn't the go. Um, the cheating Yes And the match fixing And the battery as well She oh, that too. There we go um, They're not seeking a uh, restrained order And they have put measures in place To allow them to um, still communicate via email about the family There
0: we there go, go. There okay. we, go. Um, we didn't want to obviously pass an episode where we didn't Can we, uh, have <laughs> to
1: talk about the, yeah. uh, well, we'll the Vander
0: I just wanted to mention Did you mention the fact that P.K. Subban Obviously he got fined to 15,000 this is his third
2: is it, is the, see, suit. funny. I I remembered he, when I saw this he one. Got, he'd done it before, and I knew the five k was so a week before. But I think a few weeks back as well. In,
0: in pre in preseason yes. warm up games, he also slew footed during those. Nothing happened. It was not. It wasn't called. It, he didn't get anything for it. But there was a slew foot. So this is a third. His third offense <laughs> this year alone. I just wanted to mention so that. So
2: glad he's not with the Preds
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> you used to love PK. You like raved about him every week. Mate, I have, a, I
2: have a PK Subban
3: jersey that, <laughs> That's, uh, every
1: is, time, s- that uh, is signed. Every time, John, <laughs> every time John gets a jersey, a, t- a player retires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's how it works. He I've, a, got my,
2: I've got my Shea Weber jersey. And as soon as I got that, he moves, moved to Montreal and is now, unfortunately, as it looks like, his playing career is over. Um I've got, got a Rene jersey, jersey. Yeah. jersey and he immediately retired and I've got my PK Subban uh, jersey and all he does is go around slew-footing people. So. so what you're
3: saying is anytime the Preds are doing well and got a good player all we need to do is buy you one of their jerseys.
2: No, no, no I'm gonna I'm going to buy an Austin Matthews jersey next.
3: You even
0: He's <laughs> not playing <laughs> that oh, great.
1: So that takes us on then from period two and we move on to period three.
2: period three then is our general knocking news knocking news it was so good oh that's, that's so nice uh knocking news is where we talk about anything and everything else in the world of hockey that uh, doesn't fit neatly into period one or period two uh, or we've just got far too much in period one and two and we move something into period three for absolutely no other reason than that um marty i'm going to start with you uh if you don't mind um you've got some news about some uh, sexist abuse.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if you, I don't know if anybody had seen this story this week, but um, it caught my attention because it obviously has been going around um, the, the sporting world. Um, although this is, it's quite surprising in some ways because the story, it, for, I suppose it, it revolves around a high school level game and a high school level team Um but during a game in the Pittsburgh area, Armstrong High School and Mars Hockey Club, uh, a number of the Armstrong students participated in what can only be described as sexually explicit chants towards uh, the Mars team member who goalie, who happens to be a female uh, goaltender. Um, Basically, a subsequent result of the chance all of the Armstrong students who were in attendance have been banned from attending any future hockey games while the students who allegedly participated in the chance may face further disciplinary action from the school. Um, I guess, I, I, I suppose people are kind of wondering, well, you know, why why would this why would a high school game, I suppose, catch the attention of us and catch our attention and whatever else. But I suppose the reason why it caught our attention and why the reasons why I mentioned it is because when this came up, um and it was obviously quite the, they don't state what the, the the comments were, rightly so, um, because obviously they're vulgar enough that they shouldn't have mentioned it. But what is important was the outpour of support that this female goaltender got Um, Not only from the Pittsburgh team, um, the Penguins um, staff came out and were in support of the female goaltender, but also a number of the USA uh, women's hockey team as well um, tweeted and um, put out their support, um, encouraging this young lady from this team to continue playing and to ignore the hate, I suppose, that's happening. I suppose we're at a point, and we've talked about this, I mean, we talked about in, in a previous podcast, not last week, I think it was, maybe it wasn't last was it last podcast we might have talked about it we talked about the first female ref yes. in the ahl yeah. and we are looking at a point where we are trying to the, the game I suppose is supposed to trying to move forward in relation to representation of females within the sport not only from a reference a reference standpoint but there's also talk and discussion around when will we see a female sports um a female I suppose member of a sports club in terms of one of the um, professional hockey teams. I mean we seen a in last year's Winter Classic, we've seen um, you know, warm-ups where we and, and in the All-Star game, we've seen, you know, female um goaltenders taken to the ice to um as part of those procedures, as part of those, those whole that whole game that whole weekend, the stars week that all-star weekend. I mean, the game is trying to move on and move forward. So Again, kind of similar to what you were talking about about the racial thing earlier on, it's it's more about the fact that these high school students need to start to learn about more around, you know, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, and a bit more education yeah. around the fact that there should be some educational thing put in place to educate these young men in relation to you know this inappropriate comments and these inappropriate vulgar behaviour, um, because it's not it's not right.
1: No, it's uh, it's, it's disgusting. The best way to put it. Um, and we talked about, um, the. The increased television and increased uh, exposure of the the women's um, was the the new name the Premier Hockey League, Premier hockey League. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which is a, a top notch product. This is the some of the some of the best hockey you can watch in the world, in my opinion. Um, probably second only to the NHL. Um, and then when you get garbage like this happening, uh, the young lady who could be one of the next big professional goaltenders is is unreal.
3: Is it is it. Is it an all-female team? Is it a mixed team? It's a mixed no, it's a mixed teams. team. A mixed team. Okay.
2: So the the coaching staff say, like, look, there's been uh, there's been girls or, or women or females on these team on this team before in history. It's it's not a big deal. Um, so it, it's not that it's anything new. It's just that these kids have come off with this, uh, and it's gross and disgusting, and it shouldn't mm. happen. Um, and she's been the starting netminder for all five of that team's. Uh, game so far this season so she's earned her spot there as well as anyone else so yeah uh, kick the kids out of the the stands if they're going to be like that and let her play the game that she loves Mm
4: -hmm. totally
2: Um, guys the only other thing I've got then um, for this period (laughs) is a bit of a a weird one Um, so last week um, during an Oilers Seattle Kraken game there was a little bit of an odd occurrence when Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Vince Dunn Somehow <laughs> managed to get their skates tied up together um, during um, the game, like right in the middle of the game. So there's a an image you can see on the piece that I've thrown on there, guys. Admittedly, it's not as like weird as you might think. the The loop of one uh, of the the laces um, has gone round the the sort of heel piece of the skate of the other one, so it's more like he's actually lassoed him rather yeah. than someone. It's what I was expecting is someone someone on the face off beforehand's gone this would be tider hilarious tied <laughs> their skates together with Holy Hogan just coming up <laughs> behind exactly. the Um so it was just an interesting one because I think that um, after a, a stoppage in play they had to like figure out what was going on because I, I can imagine the two guys trying to like skate off to their own benches and all of a sudden their legs are getting pulled off to one side yeah. um, so it was just a, a funny little thing there to, to close off the period for um with that then, that rounds off Noki news and uh, it moves us on to the star segment. Now, I have an admission to make, guys. Uh, we started off the star segment again for the first time um, last podcast. And the the go-to, the standard thing to do with it is um, that we, we put it out with like a week to go. Like in that middle week, like between podcasts is what we're supposed to do i didn't do that Mm -hmm. i completely forgot in fact um it wasn't a case of forgetting to do anything i just didn't do it um so i put it out earlier today uh thankfully we got a few votes um i'll rattle through what the nominations were so marty your nomination was uh scott conway Mm -hmm. uh my nomination was kevin rain and dave i can't remember his first name kevin kevin folino isn't it kevin might be kevin Your player for the wild Anyway, it doesn't matter We're passing oh, through yeah. it anyway He didn't win Put it this way So it doesn't matter <laughs> um, With 90% of the vote uh, woop woop. Marty Scott Conway Has Two people here? Uh, no, actually There was quite a few votes In the <laughs> end um, I was
0: actually Yeah, got quite a good few votes We, that we got quite a
2: few up... For the few hours That it was up there yeah, yeah. To be fair Helped a little bit By quite a funny tweet That we put out Just before I put that out um but um yeah so marty
0: he's just trying to uh he's just trying to basically yeah cuz he feels as self he's the was self-appointed social media manager for the I thought he pointed self-appointed like
3: senior director of
0: social oh, media he's <laughs> no, like not that.
2: self-appointed at all I'm not the one who does it
0: excuse me <laughs> <laughs> okay you do something thank you um, but, so yeah um, so I, I think he's just trying to pat himself on the back before he mentions the fact that he, he failed to do sure something to do it. but it's okay we'll yeah. forgive yep. you this so time with,
2: with 90% of the vote Marty on the first one of the new season um, you you take the star for the first time so we'll, we'll take Whoa. a little photo with you and we'll put it on the socials uh, just to Show everyone that you won the star. Um, Guys, that means that we have got to make new nominations for this time around. Um, I am going to start with my own this time, actually. I don't normally do it, but I'm going to start with my own. Um, I've gone for Jordan Boucher uh, from the Belfast Giants. Um, I think he's been on absolute fire the last um, couple of weeks. The the games that I've seen, and even highlights of away games, seeing it in person, like I've only, what have we now had, two, three home games now? And he looks stellar. The only way that I can think to describe him is as a Daryl Lloyd, like he is that guy who is all over the ice. Mm -hmm. He's a forward who's involved in almost every four check that happens in a game Um, and he's not above skating back um as well and back checking hard as well. Like when you watch live, he is just everywhere on the ice all at the same time somehow. Um so for that reason, uh he is my nomination this time around. Um Marty, I'll come to you for yours.
0: Yeah, my nomination um for this week's episode is uh Five Flyers goaltender Shane Owen. We talked about him earlier. Um Shane I you mean you've mentioned it as well, John? I mean, he he's in this team. He's keeping his team where it. Although the team has not performed that well, Shane to stand out for that team. And even here at the weekend, this past weekend, he still played phenomenally well. Um. Also, he as of this week, he's now officially the Five Flyers franchise lead goaltender, most most appearances for the Five Flyers, I believe, as of this week. As of this week,
2: in the Elite League
0: yeah yeah okay yeah Yeah, yeah. um so he officially um got that he got that um this week um but i just think he he's went on i suppose uh, unappreciated for for how well he's performed so far this season um and you also you did mention earlier you know he does deserve to be in one of the top five teams i think um and you know, maybe if Sheffield continue their run of form with their per poor she- goaltending, I suppose, in parts, and I suppose they're kind of looking at that in the moment. They've got three goaltenders, but maybe they'll look into him at some point, maybe in the future. Don't know, but he's my choice.
2: Okay, uh, Dave As usual I noticed that your segment no, Is, is uh, blank here I didn't uh, uh, It's not that I even
1: Didn't uh, do it I just couldn't think of anyone That was really stand out There would have been a lot of people That could have picked That I thought were good um, And probably could have deserved it But I just couldn't quite justify A single A single name um, I know that it could have been a team But I think that's a bit of a Of a chintzy one um, So uh, I didn't put anything for this week
3: Okay Aaron <laughs> Same I assume Well it So I'm sitting here in my head Going God Who What um, this last week has been an absolute nightmare with with family and, and a toddler being absolutely sick uh, to the high dough So I haven't been able. I haven't watched that much hockey. If I could like put forward Cal Paul um, <laughs> uh, as a star, as a star, I totally would. Um, is if, you, if you can get
2: someone from Calpol Inc. to come and uh, get their photo with the the star, I will throw it in on another one. Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: so your so star is
0: Calpol, okay? Calpol, if <laughs> Calpol
3: fine. can be put in, I'll put it in. If not, I'm okay that it's not. <laughs> okay. We're we'll throwing
0: in. I. Yep. Mari is
3: actually writing that in right
2: now, so that I remember to put it in on the tweet. Okay. Um, well, lucky for you guys, it's not a two horse race because we did get some fan nominations this time around. Um, I'm gonna go with the honorable mention right now because I do want to mention it because I think um, Thomas Brownlee oh, could I had, could i uh,
1: could I sponsor uh, Thomas Brownlee so that he can get it in there as well? <laughs> so I could I'll stick my uh, you can stick it under my name.
2: Okay, okay, we'll go with fan one and fan two, two this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, right? So it's actually in oh, a personal thing this time. Um so Thomas, you are gonna get on the Twitter um, poll this time around. Um, he's gone with Mark Garside. um he said he's been absolutely outstanding and he's a hundred percent right. Do you know what? If it wasn't for my impressions currently of Jordan Boucher, mm. I would be putting Gary because mm. he has been brilliant. And uh, we'll talk about something in a, a couple of minutes where I'd, I had the opportunity to talk about the team. And I did bring up that veteran leadership that Gary is shown. now. I still can't get my head on right. the D- fact that he's a veteran leader. Nines, so I, uh, makes me feel really old every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Thomas, your nomination of uh, Garside is going to go up there. Um, the other one that we had then from, um, serial, uh, podcast, uh, person, um, and <laughs> I know a fan, um, <laughs> constantly sending us in stuff, which I know I'm not going to like later on. Cause I know that there's a question coming from him in overtime. Um, he's gone with Tyler soy. Um, and again, 100% agree with putting in Tyler Sawyer on this one, if nothing else other than the fact that he scored a goal against Fife with his backside. <laughs> um, but yeah. Mark has gone specifically, I think, for um, his reasoning is a couple of the assists that he gave on the Never Forgive, Never Forget Night uh, shutout win against Nottingham uh, in Nottingham in the NIC. Um, so yeah, for that one,
3: uh, 100% agree with that as well. I think I walked past Mark during the week at Tesco's. He knows you're out Does he? I saw his face and was like, I know you, I know you. <laughs> Do face. you know what, even... But it was <laughs> because
2: it was outside of the... Even better, during the Fife game, he actually nearly walked past me and I actually had to punch him in the arm to make him realise it was me. Admittedly, I was wearing my glasses at the arena for possibly the first time ever. Yeah. Um, with a mask on as well because I was standing in the line for concessions. And hat. And I was wearing a hat as well So I really And you half the man You were last game Exactly yeah <laughs> So well, I, I give
3: him that You know that knowing I know your face nod Hello yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then realise I'm pretty sure it was him it's just before, always the guy Going around in one
2: of those Ugly Penguins jerseys
0: Before you finish off the segment John by explaining What happens next uh, I just wanted Two other notable ones Have I I went for Shane Owen Just because I felt that he, You know obviously The guy needs a break and I felt that it was worth it. There's two. If, we're, if I was focusing on two Giants players of note, um, my two Giants players that I would probably pick f- that have stood out for me so far this season is it has been phenomenal, and also then obviously our own goaltender. But we're a bit biased there, um, Tellerbaskerwani. Uh, I think he's still done really his well shutouts, too. Yeah. He, he, I mean, the number yeah. of shutouts he's already had this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just he's been ph- phenomenal. Um, and I think he was also bench coach at the weekend. F- um, was because looking, uh, our, our own Adam Keith obviously was COVID protocols wasn't there, so I think he took over.
2: He took over, looking really sharp in a really nice grey suit <laughs> uh, that I was able to see because of my, my new glasses. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, I think the AVFTB guys, I think, or Bo- maybe it was Boomerang actually put it on uh, their socials. Get you a guy who can do both. Get you a shutout one night and then coach a team <laughs> till <laughs> week. <win. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, looking back at our stars then, so our nominations this time around, uh, Marty has gone with Shane Owen, I have gone with Jordan Boucher, Aaron has gone with Calpol, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark, then on the fan side, has gone with Tyler Soy, and Thomas has gone with Mark Garside. We will get those thrown up in the next couple of days. Uh, I will definitely put them up before the home game against Glasgow. Um, and that way they're going to be up for probably give or take 10 or 11 days uh, and we'll get some, uh, hopefully a decent number of votes this time around because there's five very, very good well, four very, very good nominations and (laughs) um, Shane Owen (laughs) (laughs) um that then brings us to the end of the star segment Mari, and it's over to you for overtime
0: yep our overtime segment is just anything remaining of our show uh be that from questions from uh, you guys the listeners or um anything else that comes to our attention i'm going to start off first off with the question that's came in we've got one question um which i i mentioned on our on our social media that it's um it's gonna be nice it's we've already talked about it at the start of this podcast um but we're going to come back to the challenge cup guys um so mark uh at Pen67 um, Sent us through This question Um, He just said um, Looking to see If you could ask The lads this question On the podcast This year's Challenge Cup Has 36 group games Just to eliminate One team Which is ridiculous If you were in charge Of the Elite League Next year How would you structure it To make it better Scrapping it Is not an option (laughs) As teams would Lose revenue How would you Restructure it John let's start with you Oh
2: yeah yeah Start with me Mark I hate you Um (sighs) How would I structure the cup? Um, have it almost like our current playoffs, because I would also change our playoff structure, um, which I'll not go into. I would nearly have it as we've not uh, had this conversation so many times. We have, know, like, I don't just, think we. I think Mark's making a point that we've never actually given a solution. I think we just like. We've never up given
0: the problem. a solution. Yeah, we've just said don't do it.
3: Yeah, no, <laughs> don't yeah. not don't say to have like a playoffs weekend at the start of the season.
2: Well, no, the The league talked about doing that stupid magic 8-ball or whatever the heck it was. <laughs> magic um, Mike's weekend. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they talked about doing that. I would do it at the start of the season, get it over and done with. I've said this I don't know how many times, get it over and done with before the league starts proper. Yeah. Uh, get a trophy out there that fans and players actually want to go out and win because right now that i think this thing boils on until like february or march before we actually have a challenge cup champion which is just daft so draw have your 10 teams obviously it wouldn't have worked this season or you give somebody a bye. Uh, draw your 10 teams in a random drawing like uh like the challenge cup like or sorry not like the challenge cup like um the continental cup or like the chl do a draw And then do a a best of, you could do a best of two, you could do an aggregate score, but even better, do a best of three. Um, Draw a home and draw an away team. Home team gets two home games. Um, Do straight knockout that way and then move on through the rounds. What would that give you? Uh, four rounds that doesn't really help because you end up with five teams going through Uh, team with the most wins or most goals or select a top team after that first round they get a bye through the second round and then go from there until you've got an overall um winner obviously the organisation of that is quite difficult uh, especially at the start of the season because you have to allocate potentially for dead time for some teams Um, but I think it's a trophy that does it, you want it to mean something so something around that? I know that there's probably a massive logistical problems with doing it that way, especially for teams like Belfast with the amount of travel, or if you end up drawing the likes of Dundee against Guilford um, then that could be a big problem as well. But I think that's the only way to do it uh, is to go for a
3: straight knockout um competition right. from the start, okay? So, I have a different r- just, just a weekend, just a weekend in Belfast. That's your approach. thought? your thoughts, <laughs> yeah, everyone right? come but, to Belfast. Mine's bit, three or four days.
1: Boom. Mine's a bit closer to the um, Irons, actually. Believe it or not, um, and I do think that yes, we do need the the revenue. It's always going to be something we're going to need to bring money in somewhere, but I do think that it needs to be uh, more centralised. Um, you know, you need to do something to get these games hammered out quicker, um, and I think the best way to do it would be to have, in essence, how they structure the Continental Cup, and have uh, three separate groups both uh, move, pick a or place to play out of. Um, so in our case, it would be a weekend worth of games with um, Dundee, Fife and the Giants. Say it was the Odyssey, do it in there. You have your weekends to that game. Winner of that goes through or whatever. So you base it off. Same as the Connell Cup. You get your different groups. You make right oh, your okay. points. That doesn't that work through. without
2: 12 teams in the league though. Uh we need you know three
1: what? groups of four. No, you don't. Because that's not how the Connell Cup works. It also has an odd number of groups. And it has... Um, the, it then takes all the points over that uh, that those weekends and says, right, you got 10, blah, 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 same way that we have at the minute, and they eliminate one, or they eliminate two, or they eliminate however many needs to be eliminated, just based on the points. Mm. um And you go through to the next stage and you knock out. Um, and that's just...
0: I think it's not a bad idea.
1: And that way you, you do that as your pre-season yep. done. Then you have your knockout tournament in the pre-season because it's only going to be... You know, what, six, seven other games, you're done. Start the league after that. Not a bad idea. And I think that, yes, okay, you'll lose out in a lot of games for revenue, but if you were to ho- make sure that, that you can't host it in the same arena for two years, or for a year, so you do, say, Giants this year, do it in the Odyssey, then you would do Dundee, and Dundee would be sold out for four or five games. or Four games. Um, you know, and that's it. There's a big, massive... Five that have to put screens in the car
2: park? <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> what I mean.
1: It would be... As bigger revenues, you actually, can I'd get go to drive-through hockey.
2: You know that. Yeah. Sorry, total sidebar. I'd totally go to drive-through hockey.
1: <laughs> yeah. yes, That's okay. not a bad idea. And you would lose out on revenue, but it's also done, and yep. you can then focus on the league. Well, yep. It's a great, it's a great way to start the season yeah. and get the, the all, all the fans, fare, you know, and Yeah. yeah. And then. yeah. And, and, bad and could you imagine so, going to the NIC for that group? You know that it, it would just be the playoff hockey, but it's you know you've got you're probably going to sell out that arena. You know, three or four times So what Mark,
0: Mark Mark has said to me is um, Once you've given your suggestions He did put a suggestion forward And this is his um, So he's suggesting two groups of five Play each team home and away in your group Fourth and fifth are eliminated uh, Top team in each group gets a bye to the semis Second in one group plays third in the other And vice versa And it'll be a two-legged matchup With higher seed at home second uh, Winners then go into the semis To play the top seed at the home um, of the seed in one le- leg semi. And then this means that all six teams that get out of the groups get one home game in later stages and the final in one-off neutral venue. And he also agrees that all group games um, should be done at the start of the season and must be finished before any league games start.
1: Yeah. I, I do think that it has to be that way. The other option I would like is, remember the Crossover Cup? Yep. Um, if, done it, if you If you're going to make it a longer season thing, have it a bit more like the FA Cup. Have it where you're drawing seeds against teams throughout the UK and you get teams that you've never seen before. It's okay, you might thump them, but it's done. But then you also have that element where you might get a, same as the FA Cup, you might get some random team that wallops... Um, Sheffield and push them out um, We've seen it happen in the, No the it would Because
2: Sheffield Like borrow and have Two way deals with Almost every team in England Anyway so they just Take them off <laughs> Have a roster be. of 35
1: For there a need, game yeah. against A roster of 12 There need to be Massive changes to the to the League but um, There needs to be For side. that
2: one to work Especially that's where You need the Because you've got The Scottish teams Involved in mm-hmm. that one as well That's where you need, need a the, body. the unified yeah. governing body 100%. And it doesn't go ahead With that And no matter what what we Every suggestion That we've made there It um, it doesn't work without a change to playoffs yeah. either, because every one of them, while it's not, none of them are carbon copies of playoffs. They're far too close to the current playoff structure, and playoffs mm-hmm. has to change as well.
1: Change. Best of three, yeah. playoffs it needs to be. And they complain about uh, you know icing. I'm sure you can find one game, one or two. You know, it's only because what is it over three stages, mm. so there's going to be a couple extra games. You know, and it gives you that proper playoff feel. You know, the best of three removes this aggregate score rubbish which doesn't belong in hockey um and allows you to play to you know play to win you just have to win each game it's Mm -hmm. not about your scores your goals or anything like that. it's about winning the game
0: exactly okay one more bit in our overtime before we move on um and that is a just a mention that uh when the podcast is out when you listen to it'll be friday uh but we have a bit of a crossover happening also today um on youtube uh john Um, You took part in a a chat, I suppose, with Clan Life Fan TV, which goes live on YouTube today, Friday, the... Fifth. Of the podcast, oh, same day as the podcast. So, listen to us and then switch over to YouTube and watch John. Uh, listen to John again, double dose um, of John. On John a absolutely, you're you invited along to Clan Life Fan TV to have a chat about the preview of this weekend's upcoming game, Belfast Giants versus Glasgow.
2: Yeah, it was. Um, so I've got to like straight on the out, I've got to give um props to Joe for this one. Um, she um, obviously had been chatting to Callie from um, Clan, Clan Live Fan TV. Um, and they were looking for someone to go on and give a, a bit of a chat, just a 10 minute chat about, um, the sort of Belfast end before the clan's first competitive game for nearly two years, uh, against and us ha- here in Belfast. And they had to get
1: someone from Scotland.
2: Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, amazingly, one of the, one of my favorite parts of the whole thing, before we started recording the away. YouTube, God. before we started recording the, the YouTube thing, um, for them, we were chatting about sort of how he'd sort of come to me and, uh, once again, I am being put down as the, the Wish.com version of Joel Neal uh, Joel's <laughs> name was put forward again And of course we know that Joel is a very, very busy man these days um, With his work with the Giants And he's worked with the Lauren Football Club uh, as well So clearly he had no time for it And uh, they went to, to Wish.com uh, <laughs> And got me um, So unfortunately uh, you get me uh, talking about uh, the Giants um, on, on Callie's YouTube. So we'll throw the, the links up um, for the the YouTube channel onto our website uh, as soon as it goes live t- today. Um, sorry, not tomorrow, today, today when you're listening. Today, yeah. um, it was good crack, actually. Um, Callie's great. If anyone used to listen to the Purple Army podcast, you'll recognise the the sound of his voice, uh, even if you don't recognise the, the guy sitting in front of the camera. But great guy um, really really keen about the clan um, and yeah it was a, a great chat give it a watch so are you on a young camera yeah yeah, yeah. Did you uh, I'll, even, I'll even show you so he, he's just put out a little a tweet Ooh. there just a little preview tweet so uh, there's you tidied there's... up your bedroom which is good I did I, tid- <laughs> I made the, made he, the bed he, he's branded made the bed I'm wearing my branding yep. and job. Uh, I've even got a couple of jerseys hanging in the background as well um, Callie it? was way more professional and had the whole green screen thing going on of course. Uh, which I, I'll need to make some investment into mm. but uh, no uh, I made a, made a point got the branding out there so uh, no massive thanks to, to Callie and I've said uh, later on if he wants to chat uh, As the season goes on We'll we'll potentially jump on And uh, of course We'll we'll probably have Callie on here At some yep. point uh, Probably yes, through certainly. the season definitely. Get a, a chat yep. with him About how the clan are doing
0: Yep Definitely 100% Okay With that That's the finish That takes us to the end Of our overtime segment We have one last segment left um, Which is one of our Favourite segments Of each podcast And that is our ABCs of hockey
3: Yes, here we are at the ABCs of hockey. Just as normal, I do a huge amount of preparation. And about five to, five to six before I was about to head out the door to come here, I was like, oh, Flip, I've got to find the book. <laughs> to, to, to find I was going to say, it
2: must have been sheer panic. You couldn't have just muted your mic and crept off to find the book. <laughs> so here's
3: the problem. We're in the process of moving house. So everything's packed. <laughs> I, is it, is I, it not in the box that says hockey stuff? No, because it's, it's, it's Theo's book. It's in his room. Is it not
2: in the box that says Theo's Hockey Books? I,
3: so I, I, had to open, I had to open boxes, bag boxes, to, to find the, the, the hockey book. Oh but dear. yes, I did find it. Um, and can anyone remember what letter we're on today? Oh, we're on O. Oh. We're on O, oh, the oh. big O. Oh, yeah. So we'll do, we'll do what we normally do and do a round table of what we think the the... the Letter O can mean when it comes to hockey. Did you say it? Did no, I didn't it? say it. No. <laughs> I write. Clearly,
0: it's, it should be, uh, the Arena, clearly. O- obviously,
3: obviously. No, be the Odyssey Arena. Obviously. But it's
0: not going to be the Odyssey Arena. The original name, the Odyssey the Arena.
3: OSSE Arena. Yeah,
0: the OSSE Arena. <laughs> clearly, it's not that, so I don't know.
2: I, I have I have two, and Is I don't okay. know, because I have one that goes there, and I have to make sure I get the first name right on this one, because I'm notorious for getting this the wrong way around. Is it... Bobby or
3: No, because we've already done Bobby. We Was did. he B? He's B. Oh, okay. Well, in that Actually, case, it's got to be overtime. It's not
0: overtime. Oh. Well, it's cool clearly, me. neither. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Ovechkin? Nope. Oh, too, too new. That's too new.
3: new. Yeah.
2: He's been around for a while.
3: I have to admit, this one's a little bit of a stretch. Oh.
2: So why isn't it overtime then? <laughs>
3: that wouldn't make Any sense. Ideas, yeah. Dave.
2: I
1: Ma- mean it's, it's something offense. I should know then
3: Marty, Marty was now it's not the Odyssey oh okay? but it was he said something about original
2: oh original mm-hmm. six the original,
3: the original six, six. Ah. there we go oh no this is
2: when he asks us who the original six are yep uh, <laughs> I know two definitely no I know three okay this is like that game where you have to like go say for how it. many things you know so I know, I think I know three I can name three go for it Toronto Maple Leafs you
4: yep. no yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second guess myself. I didn't answer Toronto sure, Maple Leafs, oh,
2: no, Yep The Bruins Yep And I know the Maroons The Montreal Maroons
3: Okay yeah Montreal
2: And that's me I, okay. I'm, I'm out
0: from there I would go with Rangers Yep And Blackhawks or Boston I think is it I right? said Boston Oh Blackhawks Blackhawks yep yeah. So we're one?
2: only Who's the last one then well, Is it Hartford Hartford Whalers.
0: No. Oh, they were... Detroit? No. Not in the Detroit. original six. Yeah. 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 Is,
3: it, is it? Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, Detroit. I was going to say the Habs. So, just to recap Montreal, Grenadians, uh Maple Leafs, Boston Bruins, uh, Red Wings, Blackhawks, and New Rangers. Rangers. Wait, we totally said something that
2: nobody said Habs. Yeah, you, did. you said Montreal. You said Montreal. I said the Montreal Maroons.
1: Yes, but he did give it to us did, Montreal. All oh, right, okay. Instead of saying right. you were wrong and making you look like a fool, well, what was the Canadians? L- he the Maroons. <laughs> let
0: you go to Montreal. Yeah, I, I thought nice. Oh, I like, just remember, yeah. I'm the only
3: one who's been there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh.
3: So with the original six, oh no, there's more questions. Were like, like they the original original the OG teams of the NHL? Like, well, were they though?
0: Yeah, the fi- they were the team founding teams of the teams. NHL.
3: Were they now though? They weren't the founding teams of the uh, Stanley Cup, though. No, no, so they weren't. When was the NHL founders?
0: Nineteen.
3: Like I'm asking you, if you ask me this question, 19,
0: I would... 1906 or something, or
3: nineteen.
0: No, nineteen eleven. So before that,
1: it was. Um, Lord Stanley's Cup started. You said in, yeah, I think it was eighteen
3: something. Eighteen ninety.
2: I should know this. I've been in a big room that's all about the history. Of that
3: so cup. the 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 NHL from what i find on the internet <laughs> was founded in 1917 okay okay oh. so the 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 term original six only really came about when they expanded from the six teams to the 12 teams okay so the team compromises of the original six are actually only really talking about the teams that played from 1942 to 1967 oh okay so the original six are not the original uh, hockey teams in the NHL? Yeah, clearly,
2: because the Canadiens weren't around.
3: It was the Maroons. Yeah, the first NHL uh, t- uh, teams were Montreal Canadiens. So you're wrong. Mm-hmm. The Montreal Wanderers. Oh. Uh, what are Senators? Yeah. And the Toronto... Oh. Seems it's Pats. It's Pats. No, no, no. Oh. No, because no, yeah. where did St. Pats come from?
0: The original arena was not St. patch, no.
3: So that um, I uh, I believe some patch were the Maple Leafs at one point.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's
3: yeah okay. So there you go. They weren't technically the original six. They the original Do you know six. Do It's it's the it's when they done the expansion. It was to differentiate the the six teams before they moved to the. Do you know teams. what? We- all of us are going to have said something
2: that some hockey historian is going to really take issue with. Oh, so yeah. We're going to get
3: so many tweets
2: about
1: this. So yeah. the Lord Stanley's Cup was established in 1893.
3: Oh, so wow. Did we not learn this before we with L? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, <laughs> probably. But we don't remember things. <laughs> no, we re- really don't.
3: I don't. So uh, Can- I Canadi- Canadians like three were... Ago. Yeah, uh, were, joined, were formed and joined in 1917. Maple Leafs, well, what were the Maple Leafs? Were in 1917 as well. Boston Bruins were nineteen twenty four, and then Blackhawks, uh, Red Wings, and New York Rangers were nineteen twenty six. Um, the original teams, well, the the, uh, the original six, um, have won collectively uh, seventy not seventy sixty four uh, Stanley Cups. Wow, which is over half of the the all in total, and they hold the um, positions one to six for most Stanley Cups won.
2: Leaks have to be number at, six on that. And the, and the
3: first... Oh. Uh, <laughs> and the, and You're still
2: a long way ahead of the press.
3: <laughs> the first Stanley Cup
1: awarded in 1893. Wow. Who was it given to?
0: Oh, I can't remember. Bruins, I, can't, yeah. I, I, I must you have just looked at my hair about it. The, no, But we did talk about it before. The Montreal Hockey Club.
2: Oh, it wasn't even MHC yeah. wasn't
1: even
4: still, any of the.
2: <laughs> that's why the Habs still have MHC yeah. on their logo
0: alright okay look learning so much tonight
2: yeah we'll forget it all in two weeks time by the next podcast
0: uh, Aaron thank you so much um, and with that that takes us to the end of this week's episode um, as usual you can uh, listen back to other episodes and also anything that we talked about in this episode on our uh, website door14hockey.com uh, we get we're on all media channels i suppose most podcast channels pretty now. much
3: everything except tiktok i ain't doing tiktok
0: we're on all social media <laughs> channels twitter facebook and we could probably Instagram. try do
3: one of those dances yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm not doing it uh, door
0: 14 uh, door Nobody 14 hockey <laughs> no you can listen to our podcast on all podcast uh, providers um you're listening to us on whatever you're listening to now but you can also get us on smart speakers um and also on stitcher on uh, FM player, loads of stuff that we've been added to in the last um, yeah. month or so. Um, if you, whatever you are listening on, if you could take a few minutes out of your time to maybe go on and leave us a review. Preferably five stars. Um, <laughs> give us a little thought about what your your thoughts on the episodes. But uh, yeah, leave us a review is what we're looking if you're for on
1: YouTube. You can say like comments or yeah. We're, <laughs>
0: we're currently we're current, That's your call to action for this week is to uh, get on there. Um, whatever you're is. Tell your friends. Is, uh, tell your friends, but also, but mostly leave us a review. We'd like um, to stay
1: in the top ten hockey podcasts.
0: That's it. We're sitting, yeah, that was <laughs> random, very random. Very random. Um, sitting twelfth overall at hundred. Top podcasts in the UK. What was that about? I don't know. <laughs> anyway,
2: to, to be fair, hundred
0: top hockey
2: UK best based podcast. Not no, it's not UK based. No, there's
0: uh, international ones as well. Yeah, oh
3: yeah, wow. it was definitely international. We
0: were yeah. we were, we, were, we were Why 12th, are we doing this for free? We we're Where 12th, are the sponsors. We we're twelfth under. Um 4th fourth, fourth Line Hockey you know 4th fourth line, fourth line Hockey oh, podcast yeah. we also beat the We're Wilderness of them.
1: as
3: the Wilds
0: podcast as well they all make a fortune from sponsors what um, are we doing wrong I don't know but yes please uh, get on there and leave us a review it would be much who appreciated want,
3: who would you like to
0: sponsor us
2: Oh, I mean, every podcast right now is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped. So, I mean, there's a free <laughs> ad for you guys. I mean. <laughs> Calpaw, uh, apparently.
3: <laughs> Calpaw. Yeah, Paul. Uh, if you're listening, um, I spent far too much money on Paul last week.
0: <laughs> and with that, we will sign off for this week. Uh, I'm Marty. And Dave. I'm John. I'm Aaron. Have a great week.